0: Oh, yeah. So uh wanted to get you guys on a call. Glad we, we were able to, to set this up. I know it's been a couple of weeks in, in the making, but I wanted to talk to you guys about a couple of movies. We're kind of doing a new project on our show on Arcade Press where we talk about other stuff in pop culture. It's called Arcadism Exchange. So we're going to start with a couple of movies. And I wanted to, to talk to you about two films, Spider-Man and then The Matrix, of course, uh, and then kind of get, you know, your feel on those films I think we should maybe start with Spider-Man because I feel like we might have more to say about the Matrix I'm guessing Um, and so maybe ending with that might be better but uh, I recently saw the Spider-Man film um, a couple days ago Um, it's not playing out here so I just had to just you know stream it unfortunately it was I never did that before I never streamed (laughs) a film you know like cam on my computer but uh, it was actually decent and the movie was amazing um what did you all think about the film
1: uh i just had a refresher course too maybe it was the same (laughs) website but yeah (laughs) yeah probably probably. (laughs) but yeah no honestly the movie was good it was like you know honestly the fact that spider-man came out first before matrix i thought might have hurt the matrix a little bit more but we're talking about Mm. spider-man right now the first half of the movie like the i think it was really fast like they kind of like had to throw a bunch of stuff at us really quick Mm. and yeah there was just there was just a couple things with that that i was just like okay it's going a little fast but still you know you could keep up with it i'm just like peter really didn't think to talk to dr strange as a last resort that was like his first option and he was like (laughs) and then he got so pissed and he was just like get the hell out of my what are you doing here like you could have called them and then it's just like right. stuff like that, right? But then the scene on the bridge with Alfred yeah. Molina reprising his role as Doc Ock, right? I think, yeah, I, th- I think that's when the movie really opened up for me because it's mm-hmm. just like, holy shit, Alfred Molina, we saw it in the trailers and shit, but like I don't know if you can curse in here. Of course, of course, of course. Okay, (laughs) I was (laughs) just like, "Oh my god!" Right, Alfred Molina as back as Doc Ock. When I first saw that in the trailer, I was like, "Anything's possible. Anything is possible." And leading up to the movie, that was the whole talk, right? I think a lot of times when we go into a movie talk like this, we kind of forget what led up to it. Are all the Spider-Man in the movie? Everyone's like, "Dude, the villains are there." We don't know. Yeah, those oh man, it was just yeah, that seeing, bitching was intense. Yeah, seeing Melina back was a, such a treat, honestly. And I think uh a lot of the, the beginning parts of the movie that was kind of like right at the end of Far From Home, leading into like the whole Doctor Strange thing into all this and that, you know. I like the little backstory parts and stuff too, with like Wong being sorcerer supreme now, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it really opened up when like you got to see the old villains come back and it really made me miss how much I love the old villains and it's just like a lot of the old villains too you you feel for them because they're not like downright evil, you know? They 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 do have something wrong with them. Doc Ock it's the arms controlling him. The inhibitor chip is busted, you know? So it's just like it's not even him, you know? You can't really directly blame him either. Or like Green Goblin as well. Oh my god, Willem Dafoe coming he was back. Amazing yeah that was amazing just like seeing those two on the bridge first and then the rest of the villains came in i was just like all right i'm here for it this is what i was here for and (laughs) it was such a treat honestly
0: yeah rip
2: yeah i mean dude i think you know the movie itself i think it's a great movie uh you know it, it delivered on everything and but i think the more impressive things to me is just the build up to the movie itself, you know, just the marketing machine behind it, because there were leaks. And I had seen some of the leaks even, mm. but I still didn't believe them. Like, I felt like these are fakes. Like, they were so low res and everything that I thought, this doesn't <laughs> seem like it's actually happening. Uh, so even when they showed Al- Alfred Molina and everything, uh, and, you know, they showed the the, the pumpkin bomb, it, it and, like, you know, William Defoe's laughing, everything. you're like, all right, it's, it's happening, but Are they still going to be in the movie? You know, like, Mm -hmm. and I totally imagine a world where it's just Tom Holland versus all of the old villains, right? So Mm -hmm. the fact that it all came together and you get the payoff, like all the payoffs, you know, and the Anne May twist uh, was well executed, I thought. Uh, You know, watching it a second time, I I realized that it didn't really look like she was going to die because, you know, spoiler alert, right? But she. Yeah,
0: big spoilers.
2: She gets knocked down by the glider, and then you're like, "Oh, okay, she's dead." That's what I thought initially when I saw it. And then she, when I watched the second, I'm like, "Wait, she totally stands up and looks for Peter first, and then she's standing with Peter and they're talking for a while, and then she just suddenly dies." Like it was, it looks, it's kind of crazy how how it turned so quickly the way they did it there. But it was still really impactful, obviously. And you know, they drop so many hints in all the trailers about like what could possibly be happening in this movie. I mean, you look back at the trailer, you start to realize it, like. They had the scene where Tom Holland was crying, and you're like, "What pushed him to cry?" Like it's either MJ dies or something else happens because you saw the scene in the trailer too where MJ is falling, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So he was like, "Okay, MJ might actually die." So they left that open for you, uh, but then of course they had Andrew Garfield getting his huge redemption arc, uh, you know, catching MJ, and then instead it's it's uh, Anne May that dies, and so it, it was well, and of course her delivering the great responsibility line uh you know that was just awesome
1: and so impactful yeah
2: everything I think the movie is just one of the best executed uh plans and I've heard that the blu-ray that's coming out eventually is going to have a lot more uh Mm. footage that wasn't included in the movie because I think a lot of it was just ad Really? yeah so that's pretty exciting um and obviously you know they they made everything work uh the the one thing that kind of bothers me on second watch was they at the end right they get this big fight scene Peter has this like video call with the daily bugle and it's like by the way guys I'm gonna need some luck here because you know I might get wrecked or whatever against all these villains but mm-hmm. then no other superheroes come to help him like he's still in New York mm-hmm. you know Daredevil is in the movie uh, but it's only it's like all right everyone, everyone sees that you know he's the most popular man in the world they say multiple times and no one else comes to help It's kind of odd,
1: just giving I in. think that's a common problem with Marvel movies, you know. It's just yeah. like after watching Eternals, that big ass celestial in the sky, and then the next movie, no mention of it ever. It's just like, what? Mm, <laughs> it just yeah. feels it makes it feel unconnected, you know. Takes that's the immersion true. away. Yeah, that's but then like, yeah, like Yeah, like go back just, to like yeah, No, my ahead. bad, go ahead. I'd like not no, just ahead. like just the first half of the movie. I was just I have some notes written down after rewatching it. It's just that I just thought it was so strange you know like you get alfred molina and willem dafoe and then they are spot on straight out of the toby universe spider-man movies you know they're even like saying the one-liners right it's just Mm -hmm. like the power of the sun in the palm of my (laughs) hands listen to me now you know it's just like while tom holland is controlling his arms with the nanobots and all that but then you get like The amazing Spider-Man villains, like Lizard, right? And then he's in the cage. And I literally have written down, down, right? He's saying about Tom Holland and MJ in this moment. And he's like, no way that's his girlfriend. No way. And I'm just like, that's weird as fuck. Like, he hasn't spoken the whole time. And then he's just like, no way. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, that was weird. And then, like, the whole yeah we got to take strange out of the movie so mirror dimension and peter out does him there with the thing and then Ned gets the sling ring and then we get that moment i mean all that was kind of like you know a little like
2: it was necessary
1: it was necessary <laughs> but like i felt like it could have been you know done a little bit better <laughs> a yeah, little I mean, shoehorned in wore- the guy,
0: uh, I don't, I don't remember the kid's name, but the kid that looks like that's Peter Parker's friend or whatever. What's his name? Ned. I think. Uh, Ned. Yeah, Bro, Ned. He does not look like a kid, dude, at all. <laughs> <laughs> he does not that bothered me the whole movie i'm like is there something up with my screen or what but i'm like this just this looks like a grown ass man with makeup on <laughs> i'm like is this, is this convincing other people did y'all feel like that i i did not think this guy looked like a kid at all he looked super grown i know mean, that's like a weird first thing to talk about the movie but like <laughs> if i had one thing to complain about it would be that i was like this dude looks grown
1: or like think, the Twitter pictures, he does look gross. But in the movie, I thought he looked
2: okay. <laughs> yeah, I think in the movie with that haircut they give him, he looks younger. But when you see him IRL, when he has like a shaved head, you're like, okay, he looks definitely older here, you know? But okay. uh, but yeah, I think the haircut is what helps him look a little bit younger.
0: Man, I don't know. I was not convinced. But I do agree that like the the, the movie was like, you didn't really expect you know, all three of the Spider-Men to be actually in it, especially since uh, Andrew Garfield was literally lying. I wonder how much they paid mm-hmm. him to lie to say, I'm not in it, I'm not in it, I'm not in it. And I remember, yeah. Rip, that you posted on Twitter, like, I think it was like a clip from like the Japanese trailer, I think, or something. And you could see during that end sequence when all the enemies and all the Spider-Men are kind of colliding, but they erased the Spider-Man. You were like, mm-hmm. I think this could be it. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was a big yeah, deal. and so I was it like, was- yeah, go ahead no yeah that clip was what they released only in the south america uh trailer okay. on twitter okay word. right mm-hmm. so in that clip you see lizard's face go knock sideways yeah. and everyone's like oh god like and the reason they did it when i thought about it later was because they wanted people to think it was miles morales invisible you know hitting lizard right and mm-hmm. so they released it only i think it was very calculated and so I think they released that just to South America, just as a teaser for them to get excited about the movie.
1: Yeah. Cause but that I, shot in our trailer, we, yeah. we had, we had it cut like maybe two seconds before that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So in, in the U S version of it, you see just the one Spider-Man jumping across, but you don't see Elizabeth's face getting knocked aside. Uh, that version, with that, that extra one or two seconds is only in the South America trailer that got released. So I, I'm pretty sure that was hundred percent intentional. And I feel like even mm. the majority of leaks they did, we're all planned, so I feel like the like I said, controlled leaks. It was, yeah, it's so good because they they totally baited everyone, and yeah, the fact that it's not even available still now, like we are almost two months post release in the theaters, and it's still not available to rent online or anything. Right, you have to still go to the theater to find it or find it online. Like that's that's your only option. It seems mm-hmm. so wild given how movies have been released during this pandemic for the last two years now, and right. it's just been so well executed on their part, but uh yeah that was just that was just crazy just how perfect their execution was across the marketing side and hiding uh all the leaks and true spoilers and keeping people guessing the whole time
1: this movie honestly felt like uh the movie that made it feel like okay movies are back you know we 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 might have seen like venom 2 or eternals (laughs) in theaters and stuff it's just like I could have watched this shit at home, man. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like I maybe it would have been, it was enjoyable because the Hobies, right? But it's just like, this is a home movie for sure, right? It's just, but then this movie felt like, damn. You oh, know, yeah. just just like the, the moments where you get the bridge scene and then you hear the crowd go crazy. Alfred Bolin, oh shit. Oh, Will of the Fall, oh shit. And then, <laughs> dude, and then like the other parts too, right? Like I haven't written down like, Just the character development that we got for some of the characters, right? Honestly, like the best parts of the movie for me was like Otto, Otto Octavius, just like having that moment in the the condominium saying like, it's so quiet. Mm. There's no more voices in my head. It's just finally just him now, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah. And then they had that moment where, where Toby and Otto meet finally, right? During all the chaos in the final battle. And he's just like. He, he sees toby take off his mask and he's like you're all grown up yeah, how yeah. are you and he says it with a smile like re-watching the movie and then seeing those moments i was like damn damn and even like the introduction of like the other two Spider-Man with like uh andrew garfield first popping out through the portal like that whole scene it was just like charisma losing all over the place about it you know it's just like i wanted more of him you know it's just <laughs> like even though like his Spider-Man movies were probably like my least favorite. i but I was just like, yes, <laughs> this is great. I want more of this. Mike and, and all I their banter.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was together. gonna say Mike and I saw it in theaters together, right? Uh and as soon as Ned's like, oh maybe I can cast a spell to fo- so we can see him, whatever, right? And like as soon as he did it, I was like, "I was like, oh my god, this is it! This is how they're gonna come in!" And I'm just like shaking Mike's arm, you know. I was Dude, like, Rip totally it. did like an
1: elbow. He <laughs> yes. me like a close medium punch <laughs> or something. The whole he's like, "This no. is
2: <laughs> Yeah, and then he then they did it again. Of course, you know, Andrew and Toby and the, honestly, the art theater we went was it day one? It was day one, early, right? Like a two yeah. o'clock showing mm-hmm. or something. Mm. And uh, it, everyone there wanted to see it happen. And when Toby came out. You couldn't even hear the lines because the theater was so loud yeah it was, mm-hmm. and th- that's why you know going back to what mike said about you know this felt like a movie for theaters etc like that you know shared group excitement over a movie definitely i have not experienced since the whole pandemic started you know since before the pandemic right, started yeah. uh so this was definitely like the best movie experience in years for me literally
1: Dude, and the May scene, like just hearing like our role especially too. We had like some <laughs> girls sitting next to us and they were just bawling during the Aunt Macy. scene. It's like, May, quit playing. Wake up and say something. He's just like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, this was like one of those movies that was like fun for the whole family, like in a literal sense. Cause like, mm-hmm it was just an exciting film. It had everything for the, you know, OG Spider-Man fans. And then like, even the the new kids, I could imagine they're going to be more interested to go back and watch oh, those yeah. first three Toby films. You know what I mean? Uh, that mm-hmm. came out, I don't know, what, 25 years ago, something crazy like that. So yeah. Or 20 years ago. So yeah, those, I just thought it was like an incredible, incredible film. And even me watching it alone, I was watching the, uh, the, when, you know, the big, the big reveal, the other Spider-Man, I was hyped, man. I was hyped. Like I even (laughs) knew because they it had leaked, you know, but I was still hyped because it was just so just the way they did it, you know, seeing the spider, the, you know, the Spider-Man from far away through a portal. And you could see him, but you weren't. It's you were just you just were like, dude, when you really see happening? the
1: first Spider Man through the portal, you could tell right sick, away right. it's not Tom Holland Spider Man because mm-hmm. the eyes you could see it from the suit designs from the mm-hmm. original, like, amazing Spider Man, the big ass eyes. Like, holy shit, that's Andrew Garfield Spider Man. That's Andrew Garfield Spider Man. I do need to see him take off the mask. That's him, you know. Yeah. And then you see Toby, their banter with amongst each other, and then he's just like, you guys have to make web cartridge and then toby just fires it into the stool he's just like that's just coming out of you and then you know they don't right. even dive into it more they did the finger pointing meme with all the spider-man together it's like peter no peter parker yeah we're all peter parker yeah, spider-man too. you know just all that stuff was great all that stuff it, was great it,
0: it definitely makes the whole series like 10 times better because i remember yeah. when when toby's character you know didn't make his own web cartridges when i was a kid i was like that's a little bit weird it comes out of his skin you know i mean i think everybody kind of felt that way if you were spider-man fan and read the comics Mm -hmm, you're like mm no that's weird but but now it makes that character so much cooler that he was like you know he's just an alternate you know they're all mcu now they're all
1: beautiful
0: yeah it's beautiful man i I love that i I can't wait to see venom i can't wait to see scarlet spider-man i can't wait to see all the different suits and Where they're going to take this and and Miles Morales, like they're just going to take the series to like incredible heights. You know, it's going to be larger than life. I really feel. I mean, what movie or what series or what IP has taken it to this level? I mean, maybe Star Wars, maybe like is on this level of just intense drama, sci fi type. I mean, do you You mean like also like general to this?
1: like a generational gap build you know crosser where it's just yeah. like it ties in all these generations of different spider-man yeah. together in one and makes enriches every single other spider-man movie yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> it's pretty great it's up there and, man what, what and it's also think, uh,
0: yeah. Go ahead.
2: they also
1: hinted at venom and miles too like uh during the whole whole final scene where all the spider-man are just talking together and he's just like Oh, yeah, I fought an alien from space. And he's like, Yeah, I fought a purple alien on Earth and in space. And he's like, Man, you guys are so cool. And he's like, I'm so lame. And he's like, Hey, stop that. Hey, you're amazing. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, just and, like.
0: And then after the credits, after the credits, mm-hmm. they show Ed Hardy and T- Ed Tom I- Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. Is that his name? Tom Hardy? Mm hmm. Okay, I'm tripping. I'm, I'm thinking Eddie Brock. So I combine mm-hmm. Eddie yep. and Tom. <laughs> together. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I mean, he—he, he, I think he is a really good Eddie Brock. Uh, so
2: I feel I like think it's like, not even
1: gonna be him though. The fact that they you, you think, t- put I think him they in and keep- took him out and then nah, just I left a symbiote, keep- no, I don't no, think no, it's. I, think, just, I don't think it's it.
2: I think there's two possibilities here, right? I think in that in that post scene credit, you see Tom Hardy and. He teleports out of our universe, right? out of the MCU universe, right, the Thanos right. one, and he's talking about how you want to go see Spider-Man, but then he teleports out of the universe, but when he teleports out, that little bit of the symbiote stays behind, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's going to find someone in our universe that's not Tom Hardy. And You're right, yeah. if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, I think in the comics, I think Flash Thompson actually is one of the first Venoms. So. Flash sure. Thompson, aka oh, Peter Parker friend in this yeah. universe is probably gonna become Venom. <laughs> Peter uh, Parker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think, I think that's probably what happen to the MCU side. Otherwise, if they don't want to go that route, then we get probably Tom Holland going back to his universe, wherever that is, or some other universe maybe, with another Spider Man movie from like Andrew Garfield.
1: Whoa. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. I've been hearing that's some talks about that, like people want to see an Andrew Garfield movie again. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, they could do whatever the fuck they want <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point. They left it so open-ended. Nobody knows who Spider-Man really is. And he's, you know, that whole ending scene is just like, oh yeah, now he's not Iron Man Jr. anymore. And I think that's another concern that a lot of people had going into this movie too. They were just like, oh, instead of being Iron Man Jr., now he's probably going to be a Strange Jr. Even as a Doctor Strange Spider-Man suit. But luckily, they didn't do that. And then they just let him be his own man at the end of it. You know, he's making his own suit in his own rinky-dink New York apartment. He's, mm-hmm. We're back to the Spider-Man we know. That was
0: insane how they switched that shit at the end. That was fucking crazy, man. Like, that 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 probably was, like, the most mind-blowing part of it now that you bring it up. Because I wasn't even thinking about that, that he, you know, erased everybody's memory and and became, mm-hmm. like... Peter Parker again, just Peter like that. Yep, that, that's like some fucking like Twilight Zone, Rod Serling, like Van Gogh, like that's some crazy like writing right there. <laughs> like who thought of that? That person needs a raise, man. Like that shit <laughs> is was,
1: crazy. There was a lot of really cool. It like even uh rewatching it a second time was the the portal part right with like you get like just the silhouettes of all the other villains trying to get in from the other universes, and it's just like bro they that could
0: shit do- is sick man oh my god yeah That's that
1: shit sick. is really cool wow
0: that shit was so dope i love how the the, the dynamic between the villains like jamie fox's you know die dy- you know dynamics with the other villains and you know how they all had different you know like you kind of mentioned this before like how they had different desires you know like one wanted to go back home mm-hmm. you know one wanted to take vengeance on spider-man like they, they weren't all the same, like, because they're all bad guys, they're not all equally bad, you know, if that makes sense. And I thought that was a really interesting thing to explore as well, you know? It was just, like, a really cool way to introduce these characters.
1: I felt like, other than, like, Otto and, like, Willem Dafoe, everybody else was kind of, like, sidelined a little bit for the other villains. Like, mm-hmm. who the, care- like the hell cared of- Yeah, who the hell cared about Lizard? Why did he even say that line? That's his girlfriend. really. Yeah, Lizard,
0: liked- was kinda, Lizard was kind of... Lizard was kind of and even, but
1: he, he, even shocker is, oh, he you could it. kind of i mean not shocker uh electro, electro you could like you could you could feel for him too it's just like yeah i'm back to being a nobody nobody recognized me before but i'm like he was really different from the actual movie he got pulled out of and i was just mm-hmm. like i don't i don't know he he was kind of like an oddball for me i was like he was kind of really cuckoo in the amazing spider-man 2 movie but he was almost too cool, too cool. And, yeah I yeah <laughs>
2: I mean, I think Jamie Lee, Lee I think I, I was going to say Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, but I think uh, Jamie Fox. Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, yeah. yeah, She's yeah. Great. yeah she was grand eyes, great in two eyes. But uh, no, no, Jamie Foxx, I think that he was really happy with how they read it, his character because he thought mm-hmm. it was kind of goofy before, right? But I, I think he, looking at watching the second time, I realized that he has a lot of comedy lines that I totally missed the first time. Uh, like when they're in the condo and Peter Parker's talking about how, Tom is talking about how he's gonna fix him, whatever. Like, he has this really quick one, I was like, are these your Legos? You know, like, it just, it flew by so fast, I didn't even notice it in the theater, Mm -hmm. but it's Mm -hmm. it's just because he drops the line, he immediately cuts out. So he actually drops a lot of really good comedic lines throughout the entire movie, uh, which is totally not what his character was like previously in the Amazing Spider-Man movie, right? So it's very different, but I, I started thinking of it as, Maybe it's not even the same one, you know. Maybe
0: it's a different multiverse <laughs> Electro.
1: It could be, yeah. Honestly, yeah.
3: I
0: think I think it is because, like, I mean, what was the reason for him to be so different? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think he was a different. Uh,
1: and it's not Electro. even just like multiverses; they were also picked out of like different times too. Because Willem Dafoe Green yep. Goblin was supposed to be dead. Doc was supposed to be dead. Sandman's telling them that you guys die in a couple of years after this. So. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, the time yeah.
2: part is funky, right?
1: Yeah, the time part is funky. Time and space, you know, that's what they always do. Yeah.
0: yeah, I
2: thought
1: Weird. it was
0: great. Kai, did you uh, did you enjoy the film or did you have a favorite villain?
3: I definitely enjoyed the film. I pretty much agree with all your guys' points. I think uh, kind of what uh, NYK said, I felt similar to, you know, you, you go to the theaters, you experience it, and it really did feel like movies were were back and it exceeded my expectations personally, but I really enjoyed the chemistry between all of the, the Spider-Mans. I thought that was well done as well. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like the highlight for me to see how they all kind of interacted. And, you know, e- e- even during the so intense good. moments. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like uh, he, he was uh, the the uh the newest one he he just was like man i'm in the avengers and they were like oh is that a band you know Mm -hmm. just just silly shit like that
1: (laughs) dude just even even the part because like that's how they met right right after aunt may died and then he's in he's up in the skies and he's just like trying to be emo up there right and then the other guys are just like man aunt may told me with great power and then toby's the one comes great yeah. responsibility and he's just like how do you know that <laughs> he's like maybe she didn't go for no reason you know she's like oh shit you know <laughs> yeah. just, all that stuff was just like great and all their chemistry together i was like you know if they do have the director's cut in blu-ray i could get another i could just i could just watch another 30 minutes of them just talking
3: to each other like that was definitely great. definitely for sure
0: yeah and they uh i love that you know the green goblin and Peter Parker scenes where it was like hand-to-hand combat, because that was a big thing in the first film, where Toby mm. would fight Green Goblin hand-to-hand. Mm. And uh, you don't see that too often in, you know, the big superhero films. I mean, uh, Captain America definitely has his scenes, like in the Civil War series, uh, in the Avengers and all that. But yeah, it was dope to just see, like, Peter Parker go toe-to-toe with Green Goblin. And those scenes were fucking incredible. The, the scene where, you know, they're fighting in that building and in, like, uh, you know Green Goblin is like slamming him through the floor like brilliant choreography and then of course the final oh, scene yeah. as well that was just like I literally like my jaw was like I forgot they were falling through
1: building. floors with Green Bro, that part was so cool <laughs> dude like Co- who
0: like that was just amazing <laughs> just,
1: was just to lead amazing. up to that scene too. remember oh yeah we got like a couple of cool moments with like the the spider tingle they call it but it's spider senses that we all know it right but uh when when strange first pulled him out of his body and then we got to see like the the spider tingle around his head and then it's just mm-hmm. like it looked like the waves just like it did in the cartoons and shit and then the comics and i was like oh that's neat that's a cool way to bring that into the movie and then also right before he realizes Green Goblin turned in the condominium. He was just mm-hmm. like, Something's wrong. I don't know what it is. But then you have that like POV view of Peter, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, Oh shit, something's wrong. And then Willem Dafoe, his his way, his way he plays like both parts, normal Norman and then Green Goblin Norman. Mm -hmm. and the voice Mm -hmm. he puts on it's like it's like the movie that's the toby four i was watching toby four amazing Mm -hmm. spider-man three and then tom holland three at the same time Mm you know
0: the sam raimi thing man sam raimi just set up an incredible storyline with you know casting doc ock and green goblin in the first couple films like those are like I, I, they're like Broadway actors or something like that. They're like mm-hmm. real deal, incredible actors. So when you bring them back, you know, in the context of this film, I think it just really makes it amazing, you know, because cause like you were just saying, like Green Goblin's character is just like, perfect you know what i mean was he not perfect in those first films like i think oh, yeah, everybody thought great. the armor was a little bit weird it was a little goofy comparative to like what what he looked like in the comics and they got
1: rid of it right away in this movie they yeah, got rid of it right was, away
0: that was crazy yeah that was crazy and it's like throwback to hobgoblin that's tight too
1: yeah mm. do you yeah, guys think outfit, we'll probably yeah.
0: see uh kirsten dunce at all come back <laughs>
1: I heard they Mary were supposed Jane. to both be here. Yeah, I heard Kirsten Dunst and uh, Gwen Stacy, Emma Stone, was supposed to both be in the movie, but COVID stuff.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: I mean, because we did hear Toby talk about how him and MJ are together, basically. Still, they yeah. It work, so mm-hmm. she's still possible, you know, if they still do anything with Toby in the future, but they would have to do stuff with Toby again to make that happen, I guess.
1: Not off the table.
0: So, so Rip, I got a question for you. This is mm-hmm. going to be kind of a hard segue, but I'm really curious to like get, I want to get the exclusive definitive Matrix talk. Uh-oh. Yeah. So Spider-Man 4, <laughs> I mean, it's not a Spider-Man 4, but Spider-Man No Way Home, we know was, was like modern classic. Brilliant. Do you feel the same about the Matrix?
2: One? Matrix one or matrix four?
0: Four. I mean, one we know is a classic, right? Is yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. in agreement on that? I'm just making sure. Of course. You know all one, is, yes. one is amazing, definitely. <laughs>
1: definitely. Yes.
0: Do we also one agree it's one of the greatest films of all time before we get into this? The first possibly, film? yes.
1: Yeah, it revolutionized sure. an entire generation after. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So the four let's skip <laughs> skip skip, you know, a couple movies head, ahead. The fourth movie, Rip. Like we I want I want the raw rip take on matrix four what's the verdict on that movie
2: you know i watched it again today uh which is two months since it came out almost right it's, uh, whatever it is uh and now that i've processed it enough it took me four watches, it's my fourth complete watch mm. now that i've watched it for the fourth time and i understand everything now there's no more questions that i have that are bothering me like in the past the movie isn't as terrible as I thought it was, but it's nowhere near a modern classic. Like coming out, especially after No Way Home, like it just dunked on itself. Uh, Like it needed to come out a month before Spider-Man, basically to even have a chance. But even that wouldn't have helped because the movie itself, it's just it's just too flawed in too many ways. Uh, I think it's, it's not a true Matrix movie. I think it's a movie about the Matrix, not a Matrix movie. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. It's, it's nice to see the franchise continue, um, but it wasn't well executed as a Matrix movie, in my opinion.
0: Mm. So when you watched it the fourth time, was watching it that fourth time more, was, was that better for you than watching it the first time um, or the second time? It was better
2: than the second time. The first time I was very excited. We were in the theater for the first time. And I'm, I'm like, you know, the very, the first thing you see in the movie, the WB logo camera comes up and it didn't come up green. And I was like, oh, this is a bad sign. But then it turns green,
1: <laughs> right? It turned me halfway <laughs> through
2: and I was like, okay, okay, okay. okay.
1: That's, like, that's the indicator. <laughs> well, because every, every other
2: movie in the trilogy start off straight yeah. out with the matrix code over the WB logo, right? And yeah. in this one, it comes in. With the normal WB logo, and I'm like, uh oh, like they're they're not they're not true <laughs> to the original material, you know? But then uh-oh. It, it transitioned. It transitioned. And I was like, yeah. oh. and then it kicks off with that scene with uh Bugs and Seek and you know they're in the modal with Trinity, etc. That part is super cool, right? And all of that's like building up. I'm like, okay, this is kind of like what all the trailers are showing us. It's like revisiting the old movies. Why were they showing us all in the trailers? Uh and then it all just suddenly falls apart. As soon as Bugs starts fighting Morpheus and she starts making those jokes like, oh, sorry, didn't mean to see you guys here. You know, uh, I'm just gonna make my my, my my way out of here, blah, blah, you know, it's like these stupid one-liner jokes. And like, she just falls into the sea of like four agents and four guys with like semi-automatic rifles. And she makes these two bad one-liners and then she runs straight away down this narrow part of the roof and she does this roll and they're shooting like automatic guns. They're not like pistols or something, right? And they can't hit yeah, it. Like, there's like five miss. guys. Yeah, and if you watch the whole movie again, you notice no one can get shot. It's the craziest thing. Like, it's yeah, not like Neo hey, stopping bullets. It's like anybody anywhere cannot get shot. That there's no final stakes? Scene. Yeah, the yeah. final scene with the coffee shop, right? Like, there's like 100 cops in the coffee shop. And no everybody, one's shot? In,
1: that Nobody? everybody yeah. in that van should have died. Everybody in that van should have died.
2: Like so that that's like a little bit later in the
0: movie, obviously. Right. But did, did they start shooting in the coffee shop? I don't remember. Oh, did, yeah. Did
2: they, there, there was a okay. bolt that went off immediately before Neil Patrick Harris steps in and stops it and then Smith shows up and then everyone goes crazy afterwards. Right. But even after everyone goes crazy afterwards, no one's shooting. No one's getting shot. You know, it's just it's like what? Like, how could this be happening? It's impossible. Uh, but separate. Right. Going back to what you asked originally about this movie and everything. Uh, when, I, when you start the movie, it starts off great, right? First watch, I loved it. It was like this big Matrix vibe was still there. Uh, and I, I was just waiting for it. Like I kept on waiting for it to really kick in. And when the movie starts, I was really starting to question when they have the coffee shop scene initially with uh, Neo, you see him as a programmer, and then you see him go to the coffee shop, he meets Trinity who comes with her kids, etc. cetera. And right, his with friends to introduce him, etc. Right. And you just, you get the vibe that, like I, I had the vibe at least that maybe the entire trilogy we saw before was in this guy's head. You know, this guy is just crazy. He actually made this game story about the matrix thing. And that's what we actually processed the wasp before. And this fourth movie is just going to be about, you know, this writer or video game developer closing out his franchise, you know? And I thought that would have been an interesting major twist that nobody would have liked because it wouldn't have been a matrix movie. Right. But after this whole movie's done, I'm like, it wasn't a Matrix movie anyway. They could have went that path. Uh, and it would have been, like, widely uh, hated. <laughs> but, you know, mm. it's it, it kind of ended up half-hated anyway. Um, but I did like that part of it where I wasn't sure if it was going in that direction or not, right? And it's not until Morpheus actually shows up out and you're like, oh, God, okay, Morpheus is out here. This guy's not that crazy because now Morpheus is here and other people see him and are interacting with him. Uh, so that's when you kind of see like, okay, it is actually still continuing the Matrix movie now, and you wait to see how it all plays out. So the first time I watched it, it was like, all right, the Matrix world is continuing, the vibe is still there, but it's not not the same. Like the action was off, the way they shot things was off, the music was off. Too many major things that uh, were big parts of the Matrix franchise in the past weren't there in this movie. Uh, like the overall story, I didn't mind it, right? But a lot of it, the first watch, I didn't understand Agent Smith. I was I was very confused about him. Second watch, I like I was like, all right, let me figure it out. And I watched it back, and I just hated it even more. I was like, this these comedic one-liners, you know, Morpheus showing up like, oh, I never wore a different sunglasses before her, you know. I'm like, dude, what? Like it's totally unnecessary. And then the whole meta scene that they have, like I don't mind the meta ness of it. I just feel like it was way too long and way too repetitive. Uh, so that part bothered me, uh, and then the third time I was just trying to figure out Agent Smith though, and literally it was the third time going through it. I was literally watching it to make a YouTube video about why Agent Smith was super flawed in this movie. But on the third watch, I finally figured it out. It took me that many times to figure out uh, why Agent Smith wanted to kill Neo in that fight with the exiles and the Merovingian. Um, and then finally, once I understood that and I watched this fourth time now, I was like, okay, I get it now. but it shouldn't be that hard to put together in your mind, uh, especially if someone's a big Matrix fan like myself who's seen all these movies uh, to process just this one film. So, yeah, it's not, to me, it's not a Matrix movie. It's just a movie about the Matrix.
0: Yeah, can you, um, can you talk, talk a little bit about why uh, Agent Smith wanted to stop Neo? Because I remember that, and I, but I kind of forget. Yeah, so uh,
2: in that scene, right? <clears throat> so what happens... Agent Smith, let's go through his whole storyline really quick, right? He shows up, you see uh, Neo's boss, they're working together, they're gonna make Matrix 4. right? Next thing you know, Morpheus shows up, he's pulling Neo out, they have this fight you know, in the thing, he sees the gun on the floor, he picks it up, he kind of like remembers that he's Agent Smith, you know, and he yells at Mr. Anderson, he's shooting at Neo, he goes to kill Neo, right? You see him put the gun to his head and he's pulling the trigger to shoot him, you, they flash back to Matrix 1, Neo's dying in the hallway, and then Neo's in the analyst room, right? Like, you know, an analyst like waking him up again. So what I think happens there is that the analyst uses like a deja vu to prevent Neo from dying, you know, to kind of reset things and keep Neo in the Matrix and make him realize he didn't die, whatever. Yeah. Next and then straight from there, the next time you see Agent Smith is actually right before that Merovingian fight. So what happens in the in between of that is that Neo is rescued from the Matrix. He's unplugged. And when he does that, what happens is Agent Smith is now freed in the Matrix as well. Right?
1: Yeah, no, right right, after the the whole whole Smith picking up the gun scene, uh, the scene right after that is when he was trying to jump off the roof. And he's like, if I fall, I fall. If I fly or I fly, you know. So right. that's,
0: oh, where He was being reset. Yeah. yeah so that was, I, think, I think he
1: realized I think he realized he can't die or like there's it's just like I'm going to take the leap of faith right here. And that's when Bug pulled him out.
2: Right, but Agent Smith, I'm saying in that time, like it's it, the movie leaves it kind of open ended, you don't really know what happened to him, right? Uh, mm-hmm. so I assume that he and Neo are still connected to one another, uh, and he's like getting more free. But once Neo is actually ripped out of Matrix completely, mm-hmm. right, that's when Agent Smith is free to be himself, which is a line he uses himself at the end in the coffee scene, right? Uh, so at that point, Smith is free to be himself again and he goes to find the in Them, he's kind of waiting because he knows Neo's going to come back to the Matrix to get Trinity. But he knows that if Neo does that, then he's going to get caught by the analyst. And if Neo gets caught by the analyst, then Smith is caught by the analyst. So the only way Smith is free from the analyst is if Neo doesn't get caught by the analyst. Remains so, free, yeah, right. basically, yeah. So basically when Neo comes back in with bugs and all of them to save Trinity, uh, Smith is waiting for him, he's like, so predictable. I knew you'd be here. Right. And he's like, he's like, I need, I need two things for you. You know, I need you to leave the matrix and leave the analyst to me. And Neo is like, uh, can't do that. Got to get trendy. And then Smith's like, all right, well, that's not going to work. And I didn't understand that before. And basically, it's like, well, he knows that if Neo goes to analyst, analyst has his bullet time thing, he's going to catch Neo. Right. And then Smith is busted. So Smith's whole thing is like, you know, uh, for me and these other exiles to live, you have to die." And that's all that meant. Like, I didn't understand it at the time because it sounds so silly, but if Neo dies, then Smith is free, right? If Neo is caught, then Smith is not free. So that's all it that came down. to. He wanted Neo to leave the matrix. And if he did that, he would take care of the, and Smith would take care of the analyst, and then Smith would be free. So Smith's whole thing is not about Neo. I, I went into it thinking Smith hates Neo, he wants to fight Neo, he wants revenge on Neo. That's not at all what Smith's motivation in this movie. He just is.
1: wants to be free. Yeah, Yeah.
2: he just wants to be free and he wants to get revenge on the analyst for imprisoning him all this time. So, Fringe, yeah. yeah, so in that fight, you know, he, he goes to kill Neo because Neo is going right. to go to get Trinity.
0: Because he does say that, like, you're not ready for the analyst. Did, mm-hmm. Wasn't he the one that said that yeah, when he was going to go for He was like, you're yeah, not that's, ready. Yeah, that's do pretty that.
1: much why they fought and all that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so for the first three times I watched the movie, I didn't
2: understand that. I was like, why is he trying to kill Neo? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't, this doesn't make sense to me. But finally after third watch, I was like, oh, I see. You know. So the movie, I think did a really bad job of really explaining it. Uh, but when you finally put it all together, like, oh, okay, I see mm-hmm. it now. But you really have to be like paying attention to every single word that everyone says um yeah the movie is
0: so left field because you don't expect it at all that and then they don't explain a lot of it or they explain it but it happens so quickly Mm -hmm. so fast you know yeah
1: i i I, I had to do a second watch and a couple youtube videos and i was like okay i get it i get it but it's just like oh yeah, other than watching that YouTube video that I explained it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that took that was going to take me a couple more watches to figure that shit out. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's layered because there's some stuff, like, I watched it twice, and the second time I was like, okay, that basically answered all my questions, and then I watched a couple YouTube videos. They started talking about stuff that I wasn't even thinking about at all. Like, there's stuff that, that that's way you know, like Easter eggs and like little hints of possibly a a fifth film, like there's all types of crazy stuff in the film, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting that they that they gave it to the audience in a way that one was so different. So that's automatically going to rub people the wrong way. And then on top of that, they didn't really give people time to really digest what was happening. It was just like, oh, Here's a conversation, moving on to the next scene. You know what I mean? And even the scene of Neo jumping off the building, that was super coded. Like that was like, you know, like that was kind of not explained. <laughs> you know, it was, what was actually,
1: that? I think rewatching it. I rewatched it a fourth time today too. And then there was a line said by Bugs, like when she was a window cleaner, right? She mm-hmm. said, this is the exact line. I wrote it down. She said, you leapt, but you never fell. And mm-hmm. they never show that. She only says it in like one sentence, and that's it, you know. So it's just like, and she said that after seeing Neo, that shit woke me up. Basically, it's like he freed my mind just from that day. And but they we never got to see that scene where he left off that building
3: during that party. You saw the real him.
1: No, it's it's not just that, but then she literally said, You left. No, nah, you yet. never fell. Yeah. Like, so right. he was like probably floating in midair or some shit. Yeah. Mm hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I I was just saying like it it seemed as if like their conversations implied a lot though but we we had Arya on I believe he caught that as well though because we were saying like the the movie to y'all's point is like real dialogue heavy
1: but I didn't yeah I didn't say that but I don't know it's that dialogue heavy yeah I
3: thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was,
0: I I thought it was like, yeah, it was mostly like, like the movie was like threaded, I mean, and all the films are kind of like that though, especially the second film, where it's like, there's these big conversations like between the Oracle, between the Merovingian, like between the uh, Architect, those conversations make the movie, and I feel like this movie kind of followed the same suit, you know, it was like this conversation between Bugs, when Neo was, when the real, Super
1: philosophical shit in the second one, yeah. but then you know the thing the problem with me in this movie is they try to do that but it's really not that deep it's just like them like oh shit you know warner brothers is too it's so like everybody likes to use the word meta but when they we're really saying the word meta is just them being super self-aware of themselves like them referencing warner brothers in the same movie like they even pretty much told us in the movie where it's just like they're gonna go ahead and make the fourth one without us so either you're on board or you're not you know and it's just like i think a lot of that stuff It speaks to be like the director, you know, the Wachowskis. But this time we only had one Wachowski. It wasn't both the siblings. You know, all that stuff It's just like, yeah, you know, I I think Matrix 4 had a lot of other things going on. You know, it's just like, yeah, Warner Brothers might have just made it a fourth one. So might as well have the director involved. And the director, maybe as an FU to them, Mm -hmm. deliberately kind of does this. But either way, in the end, the only people that are losing out are, like, the fans. Honestly, I think, like, <laughs> honestly, I think the Matrix movies get worse as the numbers go on. Like, like after I think as a kid, when I was super young, I thought one was the greatest. I think everybody's not going to dispute that. And then I thought three, because, like, the whole action scene at the end with, like, the Dragon Ball fighting, I thought that shit was cool as a kid, right? But then as I got older and rewatched it again leading up to the fourth movie, I was just like, dude, two the whole philosophical shit was, like, mad deep, you know? It's just, like, vis-a-vis love, you know? It's just, like, all that shit was, like, so fucking cool in that second movie that, like, I even give, like, the the big CGI fight scenes that kind of look dated now a pass, you know? It's just, like, okay, I see what they were doing with it. But in this movie... It's just like okay, I have a couple things written down, right? They they have the (laughs) the Warner Brothers self mention. They have the whole the whole scene with the game devs trying to figure out what does the Matrix mean. Matrix is a mind porn. It's a I got what the word two. I got a word for Matrix. Bullet time, you know. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the other one that they they repeated this line three times in that scene. Revolutionize gaming again. But every time I hear that line, they said revolutionize gaming Mm -hmm. again. Instead of take take out gaming, put movie in there, revolutionize movies again. It's just like so self-aware and it's just like, yeah, I get it. But it's not like actually doing anything with it and then like the first time i saw the movie where they reached the actual io the machine world the human world i was like oh this is neat we get some actual development in the real world stuff and i was like re-watching it on the fourth time in that scene i was like this scene sucks bro <laughs> this shit's so fucking boring <laughs> like jesus christ but the first
2: time you saw it, it was interesting
1: it was yeah it yeah. was but then it's just like
2: oh, no i agree man. though yeah when you watch it for the multiple times and you get back to the scene like i don't care about the strawberry bro like you know, like <laughs> yeah. i mean when you see it the first time you're interested right it's cool to see the world being fleshed out etc mm-hmm. but unlike the multiple watch you're like this is like not this is not the space for this you know essentially like if this was a hbo series like a four-part hbo series then yeah you can put the strawberry scene in there and it, you know, you get a flesh out IO et cetera and flesh out the machine world and the war that happened, etc. Uh, But in like a two hour movie, it's, it's, it's kind of necessary just so you have some background cause so much time has passed. Uh, But it, it really doesn't help the movie in the long term, I think.
0: I think yeah. that they tried to like purposely avoid competing with the first film. And I think that's why it's shot in the way that it is. And it looks the way that it does because like the, the first film was, was, drenched and cool when like neo and trinity walk to go get uh walk into that building to get uh morpheus mm-hmm. and all those yeah. police are in there they look incredibly cool yeah. and you know they're a lot younger too and so now a lot of time has passed and
1: revolutionized you know, only- gaming again, again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was like and i i i get the purpose for those scenes but at the same time i it's no one wants to see that. Like no one, mm. no, no one who has the memory of the Matrix films, especially the first one, is right. gonna think that those scenes of them like talking about what is the Matrix, bullet time. No one's gonna be like. This but the opening scene
1: was a rip off of the first movie. It was that, and right. then we get, and then you know we get like a, a, a stand in for Trinity, and then I thought honestly the first take on Morpheus, Agent Morpheus, that would have been a cool fuck. That
2: would have been super good.
1: They could have done so much cool shit with that, but... Yeah, uh, I mean, that's not
2: the direction they took. That, that, you know, when we started going down that path, I started thinking about Star Wars Episode Eight. you know?
1: Because oh, before... <laughs> well,
2: what I'm saying is, you know, before that movie came out, you had all these ideas of where it was going to go, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, then, the ideals were cooler than the actual movie. Exactly, <laughs>
2: and so in, in the trailers for Matrix Resurrection, there is that scene where you see Morpheus and Bugs running down the hallway, and you see Morpheus in the suit. So I remember seeing mm-hmm. that thing, like, oh, my God, is Morpheus actually an agent? And, you know, I was thinking about like, that. Oh, dude, so Morpheus so could be an agent. Yeah. And then when the movie starts, you see as the agent. I'm like, oh, my God, he is going to be an agent. This is dude, so they crazy.
1: even called him Agent Smith. Yeah. Agent Smith Morpheus. Oh, my God. Yeah,
2: he, I mean, the agents didn't call him Morpheus, right? He was only Agent yeah. Smith to them. But, That's I mean, so if that had been what the movie went, where, you know, you see him training Neo, but it's actually an undercover agent or something, like, that would have been an interesting storyline for me. Uh, much more so than what they ended up with i think but you know it's just when you start having your own ideas of what the movie's supposed to be and that's not where they're going it just kind of messes up your view of the actual movie itself half the time i think um but yeah that's how that's how things ended up i guess
1: i think a lot of the movie they kind of mentioned like it's so self-referential merv during the whole fight scene he's just like He's just mm. spouting out bullshit, but he's just like, originality mattered. And and then the last part with the analyst where he's like slowed, slowed it down when the bull is traveling towards Trinity. Mm. He's just like, <laughs> feelings <laughs> over facts are easier to control and manipulate people. I've been reaching new you know, records every year, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And then the mention of the suits. I'm like, who are they talking about when they say the suits? Are they wrenching Warner Brothers? Or are they talking about in world matrix suits? And like, because we never got a mention of that. And also, like, a lot of things I, I felt like a lot of key things that were that I looked for as like going into like a matrix movie. Like, how does it continue the story? How does it link up to the past movies? How do they expand upon it? So, the whole sati idea was cool. And then, but then a lot of the stuff that they explained in the movie were like such quick one liners that I missed in like my first couple viewings, where Sati was like, my dad's the one that actually created the resurrection pods that you and Trinity were resurrected in. I was just like, what the fuck? I totally missed that line the first three times.
0: (laughs) You missed
2: a lot, though, because you didn't even notice (laughs) Meribinian the first time you watched that scene.
1: Yeah, no, I was just like, who the hell is this hobo, dude? Just, I thought it was, I thought honestly, it was like all the people that the agents, like, uh, corrupted and hacked in, and it was Agent Smith from the first movie in the train station where he hacked into the bum with the newspapers on the, (laughs) I thought it was that guy. I was like, okay, I can see why he's mad he wants his revenge <laughs> now
0: <laughs> oh I'm man. thinking they could be setting up like a game franchise because you know they obviously dropped that demo and I'm thinking like the movie is kind of like Warner Brothers' attempt of like setting up the justification for like a game universe I don't um, think that they're I
2: don't think so there was an uh, interview with uh The Verge with Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss I saw that. and in that interview they asked him about like hey do you think that they're should be a, mo- uh, a video game about this, you know? And then Keanu said some shit like, uh, like, yeah, they kind of dropped the ball on that like 15 years ago, right? Like, aren't there mm-hmm. smart people working at these companies? You know, he said something <laughs> like that. And I was yeah, like, I damn, that. he called them out on it, you know? And that's the thing. I feel like it's too late. Uh, I feel like if they had done it without doing Matrix 4, it would have done better than with Matrix 4.
1: I think it was honestly just a plot device in the movie to make it so that you could self, you know, everybody leading up to the fourth one while watching the first trailer was just like, why do we see Matrix one in the trailer? We just thought that Keanu was like a director and then it's a movie within a movie type of deal, like some Inception type shit. But it was it just ended up becoming that the first three Matrix movies were just games in that universe. That's yeah. it.
2: And I, I mean, I understand the idea behind it, right? The idea is that how do you trick someone who already knows the answer about being trapped in the world to fall mm-hmm. for it again, right? And mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. you have to put it in the world itself so that they think they're referencing that, you know? So Right, it, yep. It, and it make them like a, a really successful
0: person that created it.
2: Right. Uh, so, I mean, all of that makes sense to me. Like that part's all fine. I have no issues with that part of the movie. Like the overall story, like I said, is is good. I just feel like, execution of everything was so all over the place and like you know going back to your point where you said that they tried not to make it like the first movie you know like where everything Mm -hmm. was just so cool and everything i just don't understand why they would do that and you know even your point about you know like the meta references and being self-aware and everything uh people aren't interested in that you're watching a matrix movie right and yeah it's it's kind of like you as a because i i see it as you know the director or the writers you know um having their opportunity to say something back about to the suits. Yeah. Right. To, to the suits about, you know, being forced to do sequels or reboots, mm-hmm. etc. Right. And it honestly make some just kind of statement like, about it. But I got like, that on here. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah I, 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 sit I like, on like, them, sit on these. Do too. it in
2: an interview or something, you know? Like yeah. don't put it in the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh and it, you know, there's a lot of it. Like when I I hate that scene. The the when they're talking about like the the, the medicine where they're all talking repeating the same words over and over again uh you know because i've watched it so many times and think about like why is it why is it so long
1: point. revolutionized yeah. gaming again again
2: yeah like just repeat the, the thing is it's it's only a few lines and they repeat it three or four times and i think yeah. part of that is to emphasize how reboots and everything are just being repeated over and over again mm-hmm. right so i think that was the idea but man why are you fucking annoying me for paying to watch your movie like this you know like i already know all these things you know like yeah everybody i knows know all what
1: things. reboots and all that yeah. stand for like bro right. like and they didn't even do anything really with that and story. if you
2: didn't want to do it then don't fucking do it you know that, that, if, right. that's what they. so anyways uh it's 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 pretty annoying and even you know in that initial scene with bugs when she's jumping off the rooftop from morpheus and all them she goes sliding mm. down all those light bulbs. It and looks Ash, so
1: weird, yeah. <laughs> well, as
2: she's doing that, the one of the signs there on those mm. light bulbs after that it says, "For those who like to eat shit," that's what it says on that oh, yeah, light like, yeah, bulb. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh, I was like, uh-huh. "Dude, is that like uh?" It's like a so self referential. Like reboots and shit. Like, hey, do you guys like reboots and shit? You want know, to see this Matrix One again, just rebooted for those who like to eat shit? You know, boom. I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here, man.
1: Yeah, it's so much of the director like fighting the suits but that also at the same time it's like as the viewer as the consumer of this i felt like i'm being insulted at the same time it's just like why are you doing this to me disney guys fire sentinel you can watch
0: the uh the long interviews that that lana wachowski did I, i've seen clips of them but i know she's done a couple interviews or at least one interview that's like several hours long Whoa. and i'm guessing that may give some insight into like like the heart of this film and like how and why it was made. I know that she talked about the movie was made because she had gone through like grief. I think she lost her parents or something like that. And she felt like spiritually compelled to like this movie had to be made. And she pitched it to Keanu and he was like, of course I'll do it. Like it was like coming from that, but I don't know if, if she ever talks about like it being you know, a fuck you to the industry or mm-hmm. to the fans. Like, I'd be curious if that was explored at all in that interview, right. and I'm curious if you guys watched that at all.
1: I have not. I have not. It's, no. it's interesting I think that's worth think checking
0: out, that. just to see if, like, because I kind of feel that, too. I feel like, I feel like the scene where the critic or not the critics, but the handlers, like, I mean, come on, like, Neo's guy is called a handler, and he's a celebrity, you know what I mean? And these handlers are, like, in charge of this game, you know, that they're exploiting, right, and to mm-hmm. keep Basically, not just Neo, right, but the whole humanity in these pods as slaves to power the system. So, yeah, I thought like like Rip, like you said, I thought the storyline was solid. I, I did enjoy it, but I thought how they chose to express these characters was very interesting. It seemed like, uh, you know, like Mike was saying, like it seemed like they were kind of kind of giving a middle finger to the to the fans in a way or giving a middle finger to like the the nerd culture. In a sense, like I kind of feel like they purposely knew, OK, this is I mean, if you're if they're aware, they know that this film is not touching
1: the first film's action <laughs> scenes at all. And that's fine. Nobody's nobody's even expecting that, I think, you know, going I into I think people are kind try. of expecting it. I was expecting Yeah, you know, I was expecting I was, them was like, to try. Yeah, of course. I thought
2: they were going to try to do something. And they but then they went completely
1: the opposite direction just to say, like, hey, we, we're not going to revolutionize gaming again. We're just going to do whatever the fuck we want. I, I don't yeah, need to. And that seemed like
0: a jab towards to nerds, for lack of a better yeah. word. That seemed like a jab towards. The
1: or fans people- or anybody. It's just like oh, the only people are losing are the people that enjoy this shit. Yeah. Oh,
2: did you enjoy <laughs> the first movies? Well, we're not going to do that shit again. Watch it anyway. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what do you
1: mean? <laughs> dude, let, let me just talk about Smith's fucking score in this music. Like, oh rewatching God, this dude That oh. shit pisses me off so hard. Re listening to like every time, oh, here's some creepy music. But See? it's just like it's just like a string and like a a silent like synth in the background just buzzing the whole time and i'm just like what is this what is it
2: the music is terrible compared
1: to what yeah like oh yeah you know matrix is like a movie franchise brand we know it for the action The fucking blah, blah, blah. And then this movie throws it back at us. Oh, yeah. What is the Matrix? They say it in the old movie. It's bullet time, baby. And then they fucking throw on this shitty ass slow-mo filter during all the action moments. They even added it to the moment where, like, Smith and Neo meet for the first time. And then Smith is in the window. And he's just like, billions of people just out there living out their lives. You know, just clueless or some shit. (laughs) You know, oblivious. And it's just like, okay they didn't want him to play it that way fine right but it's just like none of it led anywhere like everything was just like layer one philosophy level like there's no depth here (laughs) it's just like okay we're self-referential we're gonna put bullet time they even added the slow-mo during where his mouth was getting shut together again i was just like bro come on why is why is this whole movie have this shitty ass like windows movie maker filter on there and it's just like i just learned how to slow things down i'm up during the whole movie
0: <laughs> oh there wasn't really any bullet time in the movie i'm thinking about that now that didn't happen did it
1: there, Not, there was no the, the slowdown effect is called bullet time in yeah. their movie wow yeah.
0: i didn't even realize that, that they didn't even mm-hmm. have any like any book bu- stopping bullet scenes, you know what I mean? Where he like literally st- did he? I don't remember. He did, yeah.
1: What? He he's all struggling with it now with like force pushing and stuff. Yes, but to they two didn't. Do, it. They
0: didn't do those slow motion bullet sequences, though. You know what I mean? Because you
2: know, like the where he's dodging and, like, and
1: stuff. Yeah, no, he didn't he, do didn't any do of that.
0: that. Yeah, even yeah.
2: the the times you when the agents dodge, like it's really fast. Uh, like right. in that hallway scene with Bugs and Morpheus when they're mm. running away, she turns. And Smith the does back, it once. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, Smith yes, Smith doesn't, but Smith's one is so bad, dude. Left right, left, right, so left, right, left, right. It's unbelievable. I can't believe that makes the cut of the movie. It's, oh, dude, there's so He's there's like something the reverse.
1: Something He's happens. like a reverse Tasmanian devil. It's just like the top part is moving and the bottom part is completely still. Yeah.
0: Something happened, guys. Like, I think something happened in, in corporate where they were like something happened. like there's a reason why there's a very good reason why the movie is the way it is it's not just i can't
2: imagine what it possibly could be
0: because there are so many things wrong with it like it's <laughs> to me
2: if it was like if they just oh there wasn't an action sequence all right fine all right but you didn't have action you didn't shoot the action well you didn't choreograph choreograph some of it, some of the choreography is okay but a lot of it is not uh which is shocking uh for this movie they, right? and then they
1: hide it with the slow-mo too to try to yeah. c- cover it up
2: and then on top of that you've got the music that's no good right and it's like those three things together action, i gotta listen to the music again the i remember music- the, the the opening oh, the opening so just music listen
1: is- to the smith song dude. Okay. watch
2: watch the exiles fight right um, mm-hmm. when with the Mary mm-hmm. Virgin shows up right watch that one as is in the movie i made an edit to that scene because it pissed me off so much where i put in the Matrix Reloaded Staircase Fight Scene music over that same fight scene. I just re-edited it to fit. It is literally like at least 10 times better. I should probably just upload it to YouTube or something. I'm just scared of like, I was just about to ask you, actually, or something.
3: you got a link to that video. I was just about to ask I
2: have it right now. I can give it to you guys. It's on Discord. Yeah, please. Um, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So we put that yeah. in the video. Sure.
2: But like, it's, it's, it's just so shocking how much better it is with better music uh but like yeah. you really got to watch the original version before you watch my version just so you can understand like the difference it makes uh, but yeah the the mu- the music in this movie is so lacking like there's can you think of a specific song in this movie
1: just a Smith uh, the openings, song and that's barely song. a song the, the
2: first song,
0: song like when the when the when the credits first start there's there's a i don't know if it's the original theme or a retake on the original theme but that that song was dope the first song when it's like the matrix that shit is hype oh you mean like I, I the title the screen right for, yeah the title, the yeah, title yeah, screen. The, yeah
2: that's that was that was like the, the throwbacks they have the the main theme in that part of it and I think yeah. they, there's, there's a couple of little callbacks to it throughout the movie as well mm-hmm. but like the rest of the movie is like
0: there's there's another scene also where I, I think it's where um Bugs and Neil maybe are talking it's one of the, it's one of the, it's one of the times where Neo is talking and he's finding out what's happened. And I remember it gave me chills. Okay. I can't remember what scene it is. That sounds but good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I remember like overall, I enjoyed the film because I, I, I feel so attached to these characters and I feel mm-hmm. so invested in these characters that even in the backdrop of this weird, you know, sort of like nerd commentary, sort of like, uh narrative that goes on in the film i still really enjoyed it and i i enjoyed it because i, I think that there's still a, there was still something worth fighting for you know there was there was trinity worth fighting for there was like mm-hmm. you know uh, humanity worth fighting for and i think that it's still relevant you know what i mean in now i think there's a lot of good messages in the film now and i think there were a couple scenes where i i did really feel like damn like I'm still, I'm still watching the matrix. Like I'm still getting this (laughs) gift. I felt like it was kind of a treat. I do agree though. There were some big questionable choices that were made. um, And I'm really curious to find out why, those decisions were made, but um, I got the soundtrack up now. I'm gonna definitely listen to it. I definitely did not feel it was anywhere near near the impact of like the second film, for example. The second film right. the soundtrack was like off the off the charts.
1: Dude, the know? only two uh, songs I could think about in the second, yeah. entire movie for this one is that White Rabbit song, and because <laughs> it's in the trailer and they use it in the movie as well.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. word, word, yeah, I remember that. And
1: the, the, the Smith song. That's it. Like I can't even yeah. recall anything else.
0: Yeah, the Smith song must have been bad the way you guys are talking about it. I need to pull oh, it yeah. up. I don't remember it. So maybe it was terrible. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I mean, I have a couple things I don't like about this movie. And I think it's like the stakes, honestly. The new cast is so forgettable. Like, nobody has, like, who the hell cares about any of these characters? I wanted all of them to die except, like, Bugs. And the, yeah, I, I think one Bugs of you guys. Quite yeah, Bugs was cool. Bugs, great. Bugs was cool. Yeah, but Morpheus cool. could
0: have been incredible, but he was like only in it for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? I think the
1: introduction like, of Morpheus up until like the dojo fight was where Morpheus died for me. It's just like, <laughs> damn, they really had like, yeah, he got in there to Trinity's pod at the end as like one final act for Morpheus, but it really wasn't on the scale of number one. We gotta go skate Morpheus. No, I'm beginning to believe he's gonna go save Morpheus with Trinity now. Like, none of that stuff was like really there, you know
2: yeah Morpheus to me wasn't an impactful character um Hmm. he was just kind of another character and there there's just a lot of weirdness too in this movie in terms of like Morpheus is a program that was designed to be like Agent Smith and Morpheus
1: yet somehow he's not even real Morpheus he's not even yeah
2: of course but at the same time he's somehow weaker than it feels like both of them, you know, like, like <laughs> how did you get both of them to be, make you, and then you turned out weaker than both of them. Like what, uh, it's just, it's really odd. Um, and I, I really, like, I understand it's not the same. It's not even, it's like, it's, it's, he's a programmer right, based off of it. So he's not supposed to be the same Morpheus, etc. And he's trying to figure out who he is. So, but it's just really weird that he wants to be Morpheus still. Uh, it's like, you already know you're not Morpheus. You already know you're built. To be like Morpheus and Smith, so why are you trying to be Morpheus? Uh, like, why don't you just be like you know Cal al or some shit? Uh, you know, fucking do <laughs> something else. Like, I I don't understand why he's trying so hard to fill the Morpheus role uh, if yeah. he knows he's not it. You know, they had nothing
1: to do. They had I mean, nothing. He, for he was him programmed to do. that way. He's
2: just a program, but he's also programmed to be Smith. Yeah. Right. So like, he knows he's neither. Right, and he he knows that he's. Digital sentience. Morpheus is programmed to be Smith.
1: Yeah, he's in the in the actual modal modal or whatever. He's he's called Agent Smith. He's actually Agent Smith, but it's right. Morpheus. And yeah. when you
2: see, I thought
0: he was just an agent. I don't think he's Agent Smith.
2: No, he's literally he, agent Smith.
1: he, he, he is Agent Smith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he's literally, literally Agent him.
2: Smith. Uh, and when he when he comes in the, the
1: modal Mod- version of Neil's game. Yeah. Yes.
2: So in in that version, when he takes Bugs to Neil's apartment and they come back out of it after he's taken the pill, and he mm-hmm. sees the other agent. The, Smith, the other agent looks at him and says, like, Agent Smith. And then he says, yep. "He says like, Agent blah, blah, blah. I forgot the other agent's name. Uh, you know, and so he, they literally call him Agent Smith in the movie. So he knows he's not Agent Smith, right? And then he says that he's Morpheus, two bugs right before that.
3: Mm-hmm. And then
2: when Neo sees him in the construct after they save Neo, he's there and he says, like, you know, based on my research, whatever, you know, you designed me based off of the two people who influenced you so much. And they showed the clip of Agent Smith and Morpheus from Matrix One. And as he's describing that he was made from Agent Smith and Morpheus. So he knows that Neo built him based off of those two characters in Neo's life. Right. But he's trying to be Morpheus. Like, just as digital sentence, why are you trying to be anyone that you know that you're not either of them? It's so weird to me. Like, I understand you're yeah. built with characteristics and traits of these things. But why do you have to try to be that person still? You know, it's just so mm. odd.
1: Yeah, Morpheus's whole character in, in this one was so weird to me. I felt like they had nothing to do for him uh, after the whole dojo scene. It's like, okay, uh, I got Neo out of the Matrix. I'm good now. <laughs> and <then> His character <laughs> just fell apart even more.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they I needed that wish. program... Uh... Magnetic oscillation thing so that they can mm-hmm. s- get the body. Yeah, he out was falling later.
1: apart like the yeah. like the anal beads he was made out of. Yeah,
0: <laughs> man. So what's the <laughs> what's the overall verdict of uh, of the film? I mean, I know I, I, as far as I know, Kai, did you what'd you think about the film overall? I mean, what was your big takeaway? I know that I personally, I I enjoyed it. I definitely agree with with ninety percent of what you guys are saying as far as some of the weird, questionable things that happen in it. I think I probably won't watch it again for a long, long time, but I do believe it's setting up something. I think it's going to set up some other sale. I don't think this is the end of the Matrix. I think it's either going to be another film, another spinoff, an, a game. Something is going to happen with this franchise. I think there's no, it's resurrected, right? Why would they bring it back to, mm-hmm. to uh, you know, disturb fans <laughs> and then go away? You know what I'm saying? So, right. um, but I'm curious Kyle, what you thought. And then I, I'd like to hear Rip and uh, M.Y.K. and then. We can conclude with final thoughts.
3: Or, I mean, yeah, like, I, I think watching it the the second time, I definitely see what uh, Rip and NYK is definitely saying. I think for me, though, I think why it wasn't, at, it was a little bit more digestible is because, like, all of the things that you guys pointed out, I kind of just blocked out. But I, <laughs> did, you know, because I think I had, my focus was so one dimensional on just kind of connecting the dots back to the first three movies, you know, from word mm. to word or dialogue. I was more focused on like the storyline and the dialogue. So if that appeased me, then it was like, OK, this warrants a, a second look for stylistic purposes. I guess how I was looking at it was just like a layering piece to the other three but all of your guys' criticisms is definitely valid for sure. Like, I mean, I can understand the gripes, you know, so, but that, that that's pretty much what I took away from it for the most part. It was like, okay, if I got decent dialogue, if the storyline was cool and, you know, we can have discourse like we're having now and everybody gives their opinion and it's all interesting, then it was a win. That's, kind of how i took you know i looked at the movie for the most part
0: yeah i'm with you on that uh mike
3: that's that sounds like the mentally untouchable
1: option select like either way you're gonna win (laughs) (laughs) it's like even if the movie's bad or good as long as we're talking about it's okay we won right but i think the movie is ass honestly (laughs) i think the matrix movies um like i said earlier i thought one three then two before but i think they go in exact order from release i think it's one the best two the second best then three then four but overall you know i i I did like you know trinity getting some powers like the whole diving into like neo can't be the one without trinity kind of thing like i i want to see where that could go you know like i if if matrix doesn't end it's great yeah i could totally you know jump on board to see but then like that's literally just like a power fantasy movie for me it's just like i want to see trinity and neil go around the matrix doing whatever the fuck they want act as gods mm-hmm. but what are they going to do and how are they going to create a story out of it you know it's just like it's, the story could still go on for sure
0: do you think that it will go on
1: uh, I mean, if four was a t- testing ground for like, if they should continue the story or not, um, I think, it, the, I think the results are kind of split even still. Right. So it's like, yeah, I could be like one of the people that say it's ass, but other people think it's okay. So and honestly, it could go on. I would like to see it go on. Just maybe bring some music back and coordinate <laughs> the fights and take right, yeah, a little fucking, music hurt anything. Yeah, I yeah. take the yeah. shitty fucking bullet time slow mo out like that. Man, that I, was, I, was, like, I, I
0: will agree with you on that. Was that. So was bad. Great.
1: That I was like, rough. why are they adding this they're they're literally ruining muddying up all the shots. I can't see what the fuck I'm was going on. It's like all the <laughs> you know all the movies or video games you know like grand theft auto you're in your you're in your house, you're like smoking all this weed and drinking all this shit and then you have that filter come up while you're walking around the house and shit I also that's what I look felt like I was looking at during a Hollywood movie. I was like, what is this
0: yeah when uh when Morpheus that pill red pill and then when uh when neil patrick mm-hmm, Harris mm-hmm. was like slowing down time that looked like doo-doo <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> that, that's say. not that that doesn't work guys like i'm sorry I, that, mm-hmm. that i don't care how meta you know your movie is that's not gonna fly that's like lifetime disney yeah. channel movie like <laughs> that looked bad you know that's my that's my number one complaint with that movie is when neil patrick harris was moving like that i was like does anyone think this looks cool who green like this <laughs>
1: Why are they I moving bet, three bet, frames I bet per second now?
0: I bet, yeah. I bet when they were editing that, people kind of knew that shit looked fucked up, but they were like, ah, oh, the movie's almost done. Just who cares? we already <laughs> paid? go all in. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the, the check's already been cashed. You know, fuck it. <laughs> who cares? Damn. You know, so. Damn. Yeah. It's cool. Cool. I'm ripped. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I think, you know, so when I first saw the movie, I forgot my first rating. I might have given like an 8.0. Uh, and then it was like, all right, it's definitely like a seven point five or something. And then I was like, all right, it's a six point nine. I think now fourth watch, I think it's maybe still a six point nine, maybe a six point five. I don't know. It's it's really it's really hard and disappointing for me because I'm obviously a super big fan of the series, um, but. You know the storyline i think was fine I, I think that honestly one of the biggest flaws that we didn't really talk about right now that's bothered me was has been the acting in the movie uh like mm-hmm. even even keanu and, and carrie-ann moss their 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 lines just aren't delivered as well as they have been in the past uh like there's one line with carrie-ann where keanu comes up to her behind the coffee shop and it's like can i get that and she's like Oh hi and just that oh hi bothers me to no end. It just it sounds so it's like they took two separate takes and they cut it together wrong. It's like you know I was like what uh, the hell dude? It just sounds so bizarre. Uh, and there's a lot of scenes like that. And you know Agent Smith of course, you know Hugo Weaving would have been amazing. Uh, oh my they, God, they, yeah. And they told this new actor guy not to do an impression of Hugo Weaving. So when I heard about that, I was like, okay, I can't blame or fault this guy, you know, because (laughs) they told him not to. He didn't Uh, even get a shot. Yeah. yeah, He
1: he did say that one line like the original.
2: The Mr. Anderson part?
1: Oblivious.
2: Oh, that part. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so I mean there, there were obviously some callbacks there but overall I just feel like it didn't sound to me like the same character. You know, it just, it made it feel like someone else. So it just, it felt awkward to me. Uh, but even separate from that, like I love Bugs the character, uh, mm-hmm. but when Jessica Henwick is talking, especially to like Morpheus in that opening scene when she's giving him the pill and she's talking about, you know, there is no choice actually, you know, uh, I forgot mm-hmm. the whole spiel she gave him, but she talks so fast, you know, which is a problem that I have usually, uh, that I I can't even keep up with it. I'm like it's it's too complex and too quick uh, to process at that speed, and she like constantly does that so. You you take that and you compare it to say Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving, where it's very mm. paced and deliberate in the delivery, you know, and you're like, mm-hmm, Oh, okay, mm-hmm. it's nice. You know, I understand it's 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 impactful. But a lot of the lines that were good, the dialogue that was good was not delivered in an impactful way. So when I felt you're like that was
1: You won't have to. Yeah, exactly. like there's you know, so many quotable shits for the like just going back and yeah. watching the first movie, right. And watch the fourth movie. The but, whole first movie is cool. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: of course but i mean in the fourth movie there are lines that are really good too i just feel like they're not delivered well so they don't sound like that like
1: yeah lines, in that know? impactful type of right. way in that memorable impactful right. believe it or not motherfucker you're still gonna burn <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well
0: one film has hugo weaving the others
1: don't you know
2: what i mean mm-hmm. so no, there, there you, you go right there like oh, it's, it's like, more like, like one movie doesn't have hugo weaving the others do. yeah <laughs>
1: that's a- Dude, uh, and Lawrence Fishburne, dude, yeah, like so many true. memorable lines in the first movie from there. And
2: even, even
1: you think that's air you're breathing now,
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the that scene Marcus where died. he's like, "It's the smell," you know. He's like, "I want to yeah. get here," you know. Oh, <laughs>
2: like that <dude>. scene, that's <laughs> so dude. dude. Yeah, yeah. So this this movie's in general, like I don't, I I can nitpick this forever, but in general, the <laughs> the acting in this movie is subpar compared to the rest of the trilogy, uh, you know. And you know, it's. It's just—it's just a disappointment. The meta, the self-referencing, etc., was just majorly disappointing as well. And the you know,
1: stakes—kill a couple people—it's yeah, gonna be okay. Was, you
2: know, before we, this movie came out, I was telling everyone, "I was like, dude, I just realized because we rewatched all the major movies in our Discord, and I was like, you know, someone mm-hmm. always dies. People got body. Yeah, yeah. somebody dies in every single movie, and mm-hmm. I was like, who's gonna die this time, dude? Oh my god, is it gonna be Neo this time? You know, I was like, I really didn't know, uh, and." nobody died i was like what zero what do you mean nobody died how can nobody die in a matrix movie it Just didn't even during the
1: swarm while they were all getting bodied mode. in dude uh, that, that oh. was okay we
2: didn't even talk about that but dude swarm mode oh it's sick fun blah 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 right they're surrounded when they come out of the coffee shop right neo yeah. can't fly and
1: it's then trinity finds a bike people. during that time yeah. and then they they knock <laughs> off three people right
2: and then even beyond that right they get out on the bike what happened to everyone else all the other leaders of all the ships they all just walked away through the hearts yeah. of people from every angle every right stage. take
1: the injured where did you go how did you get, leave
2: into what car how did you get the car they were right there Dude, maybe, they like got eight. To maybe they
0: got ate by the swarm zombies i don't know they didn't, get, didn't see him no after one that. died no
1: one died Dude, the, the whole like plating and choreography for all that type of shit was just ass yeah
0: it was
2: definitely rushed and not thought through uh yeah it's just a lot of that is terrible and I agree. Like, how could they not let anyone die from the from the new crew, especially like, these?
1: yeah, t- they were we already forgettable, you could have wiped out all of them and I wouldn't have shed have, a tear.
2: Yeah, because we didn't have any attachment to them, right? Yeah, like the attachment was like, what do you think about Neo? Oh, he's old. Now. I don't know about that facial. Hair. Kill like, the fucking
1: neologist guy at least or kill the girl right. with the weird hair at least or somebody.
2: Yeah, and like, like her role was that she said. Like Trinity, like she believed in Trinity whatever. And she, Trinity made her become a fighter or whatever. She wanted to be like Trinity. So like that was the one little bit of information we got about her backstory. And still they couldn't kill her. Like she was about to die. She was bleeding and everything. And she was getting swarmed on. They're like, nope, we're not going to let her die. I'm like, dude, nobody? Nobody dies? Uh, but yeah, you know, one thing I didn't mention. I'm sorry, I'm going on forever. But Trinity uh, at the end when, you know, she says like, stop calling me that. My name is Trinity, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that, part was get, cool. that part is cool you know and then they get they connect like that was super cool uh and but then it's all neo doing his new force push thing yeah uh, what so, the fuck i don't know man like it, it seemed like he learned that move when i watched i it still
1: time. know kung fu but i'm just gonna force push spam <laughs> the fuck out of you.
2: <laughs> that was the one liner in the movie right i still know kung fu and it's delivered in the midst of this terrible music and a terrible fight scene uh god that was bad but yeah anyways the end of the movie when trinity and neo are at the rooftop and they explode off the helicopter she has a moment where she like kind of dies and she comes back and that's when she sees the code everywhere around her right and, and the first time i saw the movie i didn't even realize that she saw the code right i just kind of saw it as code and i just thought i wasn't thinking that actually it's trinity that can see the code after she just died and if you look back at the old movies it's always neo dies you gotta and die wakes first. Up, yeah. yeah then you have your powers right jesus
1: powers yeah
2: so that's like basically what happens at the end of this movie and so when She's, they jump off the roof together. She flies, right? And it's like, oh, okay, cool. And then it's, you know, it's been her us whole time. That's also had Paris. but good movie, bad implementation.
0: Really good
2: movie. <laughs> no, yeah, I think, I think the movie's good, but I think it was badly, badly executed. Uh, you know, I think you know, there's, there's, there's one specific uh, scene that like stands out to me when I think about how this movie is shot and how bad it is because of it. It's in that train scene. Right. The very first thing when they get they, they get uh, in that fight with the uh, people who are trying to stop them. The mini himself.
1: swarm in the train. Yeah.
2: Yeah. In yeah. that scene, there's a shot where the girl and the neologist, they, they kind of do this like flip thing. And she's like leaning backwards over his body. Shooting yeah, one behind so him. Yeah, I just yeah. remember that shot. And... But it's done so badly that you can't so tell poor, what's yeah. happening. And it cuts like two or three times in that sequence
1: with so the slow-mo you, in between and like, like shit flying you, around.
2: Yeah. And so what you really end up seeing is they're just doing poses after they've done the shots. So it's like, yeah. oh, here I am. Did you see what I did? It no, looked, Dude, Whatever. I
1: noticed Ooh. that pose on my fourth watch today too. I was just like, how come I've never seen them? How come I never seen her lean back and do that shot before? Yeah. I feel like I've seen this scene like at least three times I, before. But it felt like some walk. JoJo shit, dude. Like I was just like, "What the fuck is this? Is they JoJo posing <laughs> in fights now."
2: It's like it's a it's a compressed area, right? Like you're on a train; mm-hmm. it's supposed to be narrow, etc. But it's just like they didn't even think about how they were gonna plan these shots to make them look good, and that carries mm-hmm. throughout like the entire movie. uh Like they're just shots to be shots, you know. And some Pretty of them much, are like, yeah. yeah, some of them are throwbacks. But then even on top of it, the editing, of the movie just. It's just cut, 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 it's cut, cut. It's so know?
1: like generic Netflix action movie editing style. It's so annoying. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. whereas before Matrix was like, damn, the fight scenes were dope. Yeah. Well, yeah. They might have a little CGI in them here and there, but that shit was sick. Yeah. Hmm, I, think I'll, I think, <laughs> I'll keep,
2: <laughs> I'll think I'll keep it at 6.9, 6 point Just because it's a stupid number, but it's more like a
0: 6.0 to me.
1: I uh, give it a 4.20 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd
0: probably give it a, I'm a little bit more optimistic. I'd give it a seven and a half,
1: seven. God five. damn.
0: Yeah.
1: I
2: started, I started around there. I started higher than that. Even uh, And then it just, it's, it's eating at me.
1: But, yeah, let me know. <laughs> let us know after your fourth viewing.
3: <laughs> I,
0: honestly, I'm probably not going to watch it again in a while. Like you honestly, I watched, I longer. watched this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I watched this movie. I watched uh Spider-Man. Of course I watched Godzilla and I watched uh, the Godzilla Kong movie. And I watched uh uh, J- one of the older James Bond films, not old, at but like in the um, Quantum of Solace series type, mm. you know, mm. I watched one of those. I haven't seen the newest one. And I watched uh, a- a- Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Whoa. and uh, which is like a 70s film. Yeah, school, uh, yeah, which is an incredible film. But I, I just I don't know. I'm kind of getting a little bit tired of movies in a way. Like, I know mm. it sounds like kind of weird, you know, especially since I just said Spider-Man was so amazing, but I'm just kind of like. I don't know, I'm not being fulfilled as much when I watch movies, like how I
1: no want one's... I
0: don't know. I don't know if it's a phase or what, but I watched I've seen a fucking ton of movies, as I'm sure you guys have as well. A weird movies, big movies, I uh, think you know, I think it's film.
1: because we haven't had a new revolutionized gaming again type of movie in a long ass time, you know. Yeah. A lot of them a lot of them are super formulaic. A lot of them are just like stick to the formula, you'll do fine, but none of it's like you know, even Spider-Man was like that, but it also had the n- legacy and the nostalgia attached to it. But, right. Yeah.
0: I think I'm looking for in a film, I think I'm looking for something just cool. You know, like stylistically cool. Did like you how the see f- which film Dune was? was. Which one? Dune? Dune? I have not seen Dune. I need to that might one. be up cool. your alley. Yeah. Like, I, it thought, was cool. it was, I thought it was slow.
2: Yeah. Um, and so I didn't like it as much. But I think that that might be more up your alley of what you're looking for. Because there's not a lot of movies built like that right now.
0: Are you into sci-fi in general? I I heard it was like Blade Runner in that sense. And Blade Runner, the newest one, I really enjoyed. The the I need to watch the
1: Blade Runners, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
0: the new Blade Runner is is good. And I watched it in theater, and it was just Mm -hmm. like it was just like a trip. Oh yeah. And I enjoyed it. But even then, it's like those films are not like I don't know. When I used to watch films back in the day, I would just watch a film. Okay, what's the next movie I want to watch? Watch it. Come up with a review. But now it's like it's almost like you're going to an amusement park where you don't you do it like once a year. You know what I mean? Or or you do like, uh, or you're going on vacation. That's what like the Blade Runner movie feels like. It's like, I'm going to watch this movie. And I'm going to go on about my life, think about it, you know, and, and move on. But like, I watched the, the King Kong Godzilla film, and I was just like, they can't be serious right now. You know what I mean? And maybe if I had watched it in theater, I would have had a different experience because nah. it seems more like an IMAX type of film. It is, but, but I watched- it's not
1: it's, it's, it's yeah. king it's kong godzilla yeah. yeah it's more of a it's a popcorn movie dude those yeah. are just like straight up yeah. there's no like movies these days i think what you're trying to say is like that really Made me rethink movies altogether, or I'm thinking about it the next day, and is remake you know making me rethink life. I'm just right, like right. they, make, a... they
0: really move you, they really move yeah, you. Yeah, you be like, they're, damn, they're, like okay. Yeah, cool, there I hasn't been something.
1: movies like that recently, no. and especially during the pandemic, the quality has gone down for a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And especially now, the movies look so good. Like I watched uh, Master of Kung Fu, Shang Chi, the Ten mm-hmm. Rings. I enjoyed that movie. And I in terms of looks,
1: out. yeah, they could do everything now. They could do just like, like yeah, like in terms of making it believable.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: uh, it's yeah but like, it's just like at
0: the same I, th- that's not why i want to see movies at this point you know and i, I think I that was the matrix. whole
1: stab of like matrix four you know yeah. it's like i think that was the whole stab of like the the whole you know underlying story behind it all it's just like everyone wants to keep with the formula hollywood wants this the suits want that we got to just right. stick to their agendas and stuff it's just like right yeah i get it but it's just like they're also spat in my face too at the same time.
2: <laughs> like, I think that it's just disappointing, like it's Matrix Four, in terms of like this could have been a movie that did mm. make me feel that way. You know, right, I wish they was. tried, right. and I don't feel like they
1: tried. I feel like they, they didn't just even bother. Yeah, the they emotions, just bare book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree.
0: And that that is, I think, the equalizing, like disappointing factor about the film. You know, I did enjoy it, but it wasn't what we had hoped it to be. We we had a lot mm-hmm. riding on Matrix Four. You I know, mean, we, I think. We, not sorry not that you just mentioned all that but when you go
2: back and you watch the making of matrix one and two and three right all the behind the scenes Oof. footage of how they tried so, so hard and so trained and, yeah right and you see all that and you're like there's no through. way there's yeah. no way they tried that hard in this movie
0: is just not working on it like what's yeah, that about for sure well i heard Bro. that
2: i heard that i actually heard a little bit of the back of it just yesterday i heard it was apparently like a really bad time that other Wachowski's life like suicidal kind Mm. of time and Mm. so they didn't want to revisit that time again by going back to this you know so yeah sure
0: it's not an easy thing to do it's not there there has a there has to be a lot of perfect things that have to sync up perfectly for the matrix four to save Mm -hmm. the film industry like the first film did you know what I mean it's kind of like like you know for lack of a better comparison like in order for Tekken 8 to be the game that 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 really saves, you know, fighting games or really does what it needs to do. A lot of things have to work perfectly. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah or revolutionize the industry. Yeah, like because because it could easily <laughs> it could easily be any of these great games could be a rehash of what we've already seen or mm-hmm. a copy of something that already exists. But like in order for it I to think do that's the really
1: scary part. Do, you know, it's the risk. Yeah. It's a risk. Yeah. You know, it's just like just stick yeah. to the formula. Why? Why? Why wouldn't I just pump out? the safe call of duty every year with barely anything exactly. changed or or mm-hmm. you know or maybe i go to the street fighter 5 route and then everybody jumps to another fighting game like you know it could right. be anything of those things i, I, know, I had cool hoped War.
0: matrix 4 took the more like frank miller 300 avant-garde experimental like
1: i didn't even need it approach. for it to do any of that i just wanted it to have like i mean it doesn't have to be a bare bone copy like let's just get an action movie that's also philosophical you know i just kind of just wanted the philosophical stuff you know like and the development from where they've been from prior times and that's why it was kind of cool seeing them like how they developed in io it's like oh this is how the human race uh you know grew from last time neil's uh neil's whole journey in one two and three had these results for four you know and now we're growing strawberries sick but Mm. yeah i wanted to see more of that and they didn't even really give me that much of that either
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean you just mentioned all that it just reminded me like matrix in general you know it's it's had such a crazy path uh i just feel like you know if they had gone to like the series format which is kind of what everything is now, right? Like movies by themselves, they don't give you that impactful feeling anymore, right? Like, I think for me, the most impactful movies lately have been the superhero movies. This is so bizarre, right? That shouldn't be the most emotionally impactful movies I watch, Uh, but like Endgame, you know, like the culmination of that arc of Marvel movies was really impactful. Even uh, Spider-Man here with No Way Home, you know, with Anne May was really emotionally impactful. And, you know, Peter's, uh progression through the storyline because of that with the other Peters and you know how when Toby stops him from killing uh what is his name Goblin at the end you know when he's about to mm-hmm. drop the glider on him and Toby just stops it he doesn't even say anything he just stops him and just looks at him I'm like dude mm-hmm. that that was that was powerful by itself right so yeah. I feel like they're like most movies don't hit me like that it's just literally these superhero movies now and make it four there was nothing in it that really hit me like that, other than when Neo and Trinity's like hands touch and like everyone exploring off of. Him. I was like, that's like the closest thing I think in Matrix <laughs> Four. And this they is, like not even a comparison. so
1: many of those types of things. Yeah, the time force for sure. Brush, but sure. like
2: you know, lately I've been watching um, Lost in Space on Netflix, which is such a kiddie show, but it's like an hour-long episode format and it's like three seasons long, ten episodes each. Ah, Damn. Yeah, it's but it's like I watched like one season of it like and. I, and I don't know why it hooks me so much. Right. But it's it's honestly more emotional impact than I get out of the Matrix 4 movie. And I just wondered, like, maybe that is the formula they should have gone with instead of this movie. You know, they could have filled in the I.O. Uh, thing. They could have filled series in series
1: on HBO instead. I think so
2: it would have been a better way to flesh out the world. And, you know, if-, if And the characters, yeah. Right, like, and if it's something that they want to do going forward, you know, Matrix, like you mentioned, you know, it's resurrection, the franchise is back, what are they going to do with the next? Could it be a movie or a game or something? I think, like, I would prefer to see a series. I don't think I want to see another movie from them unless they literally drop the Wachowskis out completely. <laughs> like, uh, which is sad to say, but I feel like this movie was such a clusterfuck in terms of, everything for me in terms of what I want from a Matrix movie that other than the main storyline that I don't feel like Lana can do it by herself basically so Mm -hmm. if that's the case let someone else who wants to at least see the old stuff be pushed further because I don't even feel like this movie
1: like a true fan a true yeah
2: I feel like you know the first movies they push the boundaries of filmmaking right at least at a technical level and Mm -hmm. I feel like in this one they didn't even try to do that. Fine, right? They don't want to try to live up to the expectation of pushing the boundaries. Fine, but you didn't even live up to your old boundaries that you set. You know, like how crazy this is. Twenty years
0: later, like that's so bizarre to me. It's uh, probably because so it's it's probably not easy. It's like the pyramids. It's like how do they do it? It's like the same thing. Like yeah, you know, making is, movies. Is like everything worked. It seems like everything. was magic for the Matrix Yeah, One. yeah. It it's was literally like magic. Yeah, it's like.
2: Yeah. I think it was a lot of work and planning. And I just don't feel like they yeah, put the space.
1: Coordination, yeah, effort, when <laughs> when you, passion. Yeah, like, when part. you look back at
2: just the way they were shooting the shots, I remember um, one of the behind the scenes sh- things in Matrix 1 was when they were filming the subway fight scene. and both the Wachowski together looking at different angles they can do each of the shots at you know how about we do this here and then we move from yeah, here for this next beasts. shot they were going crazy yeah. yeah and I feel like in this movie like there's no way they did that because the shots are so generic so far and whatever like hey are they in the, are they in the camera shot yeah both of them are there cool we can get the shot then you know like I feel like that was the minimum effort they could have put in uh this side that side this side's fine you know I feel like that's how it is shot
0: <laughs>
1: yeah it's true
0: what about when uh agent smith and neo uh jumped towards each other in the first film and they were like shooting the guns but they
1: were bro, hell hands. yeah all yeah. That, that stuff shit was
0: hot, right? hot. All and that,
1: stuff. The, that, that was the actual shit was time
2: right because yeah. that was they, they used the multi-camera rig and for that.
1: you used it right yeah right and they didn't try there to was do n- that.
0: There, listen 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 nothing in the fourth film even comes even remotely close to that one
1: single shot and then you have the music oh my god you know now that i think
0: about it i'm kind of i'm kind of horrified i'm kind of horrified that we saw a matrix film and that the first film is like and you just hear like pop pop
1: all the all the claps and like the the impact and like them blocking each other's attacks and then like when he finally gets agent smith against the wall we even had a mini agent smith in the restroom of that fight station in atrix 4 right and i was just like nah it just doesn't hit the same none of this shit's hitting the same it, it doesn't hit the same because
2: you've already seen it before right like yep. there's a lot of rehashes in this where the emotional impact is it's not there anymore yeah because yep. it's reused. Like when Neo comes out of the pot and all the cables pop off his body, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it's not gonna hit you the because you already know what's gonna happen.
1: And, Dude, and even the, the the thing that he, the wire he pulls out of his mouth just looked like a giant dildo in this one yeah, before, it know, like...
2: it long, right? yeah. before it looked like- It's long, right? before it long, I noticed yeah. that this time too.
1: Before it actually looked like a wire and shit, you yeah. know? But...
2: <laughs> I noticed it in this one, still so I was like, wait, that thing was mad short. <laughs>
1: and had girth and shit. I'm like, bro, yeah, I know, it's very
2: girthy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Ether, I, it's, it's, it's just Matrix 4. I think a lot of stuff we just talked about at the end is uh, a lot of things, you know, it's just like everything become formulaic. Let's just pump them out. Let's just be safe. We just want to keep printing money. And it's like, no one's really trying. No one's really pushing that envelope anymore. You know, it's just everybody just stick with what's safe
3: and we'll just cash in our check. That's it. Let me ask y'all this. Do y'all think there's any way that this can age better? So you think, like, in ten years, if you come back to it, is your rating gonna go well? Rip already said his rating kind of went lower as he My watched it more. Has
2: gone completely lower each time. I think if I came back to it in ten years, uh, I don't think it's gonna get any higher because mm-hmm. it's it's the core. It's it's not like like I said, the storyline of the movie is fine to me, right? It's it's everything else, like the execution of every part of it. Like mm. I'm, I i do not see how I'm going to see those things in a different light in ten years. I feel like drop dropped the ball now. So I don't see how in 10 years going to be like, oh, actually they raised the bar somehow. You know, like, I just, I don't see how my brain going to feel that way.
0: Right, right, <laughs> right. Hmm. I think it's possible the film could be, could age a little bit better in 10 years or so because, you know, the second Spider-Man film, like The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, like, people want that to come back now you know and people are like analyzing that film and they're saying look at how interesting this was and i think even the 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 no way home brought back you know kind of it made the films cooler it made all the films before it cooler because it put it in a new context and i think that <clears throat> Matrix could could go through a similar thing i think that it will be like no one will will ever say that the fourth film could even come close to the first film but i think that like it's very possible that After a lot of time has gone on, and people want to know what's next after the fourth film or I mean, the third one, that the fourth film does kind of give some answers, it does kind of give some sort of like it does give something, it gives you some more, you know, some answers. Yeah, I felt, yeah, and I think um, the main message about you know, about being about love, about it being about what's the main message in four, though.
1: Cause I don't really see it as love like that anymore. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's all about. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, I say that loosely, right? Like it was kind of about love. but really kind of wasn't. It was kind of like, but I think for me, the number one message for the fourth film was that like people still have work to do, you know, and that, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that ending scene where, you know, he was like, what do you want to do? Paint the sky with rainbows. He was like, actually, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, we will do that. You know? And I think that is the message of the film is that like, just because you may have you, you know you know you're not what you were, you you've fell down on hard times, you know, you didn't think you were cut out for it. You still have the opportunity to do something amazing, right? And I think that that message will resonate with people after all the shit that's going on politically and around the world kind of kind of changes, transforms, and maybe hopefully calms down. When people have time to fucking actually think about it, they'll be like, "Oh, it also wow." Also helps
1: thanks. that you're you're godlike too, and you can actually rewrite the whole world into your liking. <laughs> also helps. Yeah, <laughs> a, I mean, yeah, yeah, they're godlike, but
0: they're very limited too, because he was like, people like convenience. You know, that was I think another very important message about the film is that like Neil Patrick Harris's character was like, people don't want to wake up. You know, and I think
1: yeah, I the fact that, that they yeah.
0: stuck to that. The fact that they stuck to that message was like was the redeeming factor for me in the film was that it was like, you know, people don't want to wake up like they're cool with living the life that they want to live. But even Neo, who was a successful game developer, even he was not fulfilled. And I think it was more of a commentary to very wealthy people, very successful people in the world that like, I'm sure the game developers that have, that have been in a similar position, they've Mm -hmm. been exploited and they feel exploited. They feel like not in control of their life. Like, I think that, I think that movie will mean something to those people in the long term but then again it might not it might go down as the worst movie ever in the past 20 years you know but i think i have, I have faith that that it it does mean something to people and there are people who really do love the film that really really enjoyed it they really got something from it and i think uh trinity kind of abandoning her fake family and all that i think those messages will really stand out uh you know in time so that's my That'd opinion cool. on it I, yeah
2: yeah i was thinking um i think i talked to mike about this in the past where you know, one thing that they could do that could make Matrix 4 better in the future is if they do like an HBO series or something to Please fill no. in the gap. of a TV show? Listen, 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 listen. To fill in the gap between Matrix 3 and 4. So that time period of the machine wars where they start turning against each other and starting oh, yeah. to fight. Because that whole snippet, right? we only had a snippet then, of it. Right. And then when you get to the end of it, though, that's when they realize that Neo is still alive, and the machines have kept him alive. You know, like if you right. can see that progression leading up to Matrix Four, where they decide like we're gonna to try to
1: get him out. You know, they should have done that show before Matrix Four because oh, whatever totally they agree. yeah, whenever they do something in between, and I already know what the result's gonna be. I'm just like yeah. I don't care.
0: It's <laughs> <You know?
1: Right. laughs> funny.
0: Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. It could definitely happen. Uh any uh final thoughts, Mike? <laughs> I uh, think you, you had the last word on this one.
1: I mean, it was cool. I would like to see them do more, just execute better. Like it was honestly just sloppy. Like I, I get the whole like social commentary on the world type of thing. You know, it's like we're 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 sending a message, but at the end, but then I I felt like I still felt like the moral of the story of the actual like things that they accomplished was just We just reawoken Neo and he got his powers back and that's pretty much about it. (laughs) You know, other than that, it was just like, let me just dump this whole social commentary on your face the whole time. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't need this in a movie, dude. (laughs) Like I really, yeah. But other than that, um, five could be cool. Just want to see them do it right. That's about it. Oh, and, uh, I think my biggest gripe with this movie was, What the fuck happened to Morpheus? Like, they never even explained what happened. (laughs) The original Morpheus. I had to play some online shitty-ass game that doesn't even (laughs) exist now to figure out what happened to Morpheus? They only left him as a statue. They never even, like, really told us how he died in the movie. I was just like, come on, bro. I shouldn't have to go dive into some game that's not even online anymore to figure that out. Damn, they did
3: him dirty. (laughs) They did. They did do him They did did him like a dog. He got a statue. (laughs) Yes.
0: that's it <laughs> what's, what's the next film that we are are looking forward to dropping is there any films coming out or Batman
1: March oh, oh man
0: hey now that looks oh, sick
3: no. low key is
0: that theaters only or what yep everything's so, theaters yeah. only again now mm-hmm. okay 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 yeah I think the Batman one that, that's that gotta be good right that can't not be good I, I think it might I not mean, be good
1: <laughs> what I mean I'm not gonna so? say anything anymore I'm just looks like uh, they're going a little darker with it
0: Definitely they, y- they can't fuck that up. The stakes they stakes <laughs> I'm a, I'm, a,
1: I'm, a <laughs> I'm a believe can. it when I high. see it, guy. How can it you could... a
0: Matrix movie?
1: Dude, they <laughs> fucked up the whole new Star Wars trilogy. The stakes can be high, and they can totally fuck it up.
0: I mean, but this is Batman. You know, go darker.
1: This is go Star more. Wars. They had three movies Batman in a trilogy. <laughs> and then they... Fucked it up. Dude, if
3: you mess they up, could up Batman, up you don't know what you're doing, bro. Yeah, it's I, hard I to mess up like, Batman. I mean, it could Dude. happen,
0: right? Anything could happen, but come on. All you
2: gotta they do, could, do is do Batman.
1: They could mess up Spider-Man tomorrow. They could mess up Batman in March. Anything can happen. <laughs> have, you,
0: have you guys seen Venom 2?
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought, bro. bro. I,
0: watched, <laughs> I watched up until... Listen, I watched up until where he uh, spoiler in case anyone hadn't seen it and c- when, when like he escapes, he 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 breaks his girl out of the insane asylum mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh. and she's like in the car but he's like like stretched out. I don't yeah. remember she's like driving <laughs> on carnage. Yeah. I stopped at that point. Maybe, 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 maybe the last part that I got was where Venom was in the club and he starts like saying,
1: "Oh yeah, God. I was so done with the movie that yeah Yeah, I,
0: I stopped, No, seriously.
2: So, I anyways, Batman it. movies coming out. It might be Venom
1: too. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it like that. Yeah, right. dude, is possible. That'd be. I mean, the sad. Venom
0: movie. I don't know, like. Uh, I don't know. I have no I, That's why I'm not like super excited about films. Dude, right I, one might, thing I gotta
1: say, they need to stop fucking it up because they released like a short little clip on Twitter from the actual Batman uh, Twitter page, and I it popped up in my timeline, and I'm like, I don't need to see this shit. The movie's coming out next month. I'm like, bro, stop showing me stuff. Yeah, oh, they got man. the little.
0: They they released a little snippet of it. I might actually yeah, watch like, it
2: just to get
1: a few. TV cool. spot. I'm like, bro, I did not need to see any of this. <laughs>
2: Hey, Mike, I got to ask you, what movie is worse, Matrix 4 or Venom 2?
1: Venom 2, for sure. I, well, I, got, a, I, got, a I oh, got a better question to ask you. I got a better question to ask you. Out of all the terrible movies last year, Black Widow or Venom 2? Venom 2. Damn. Damn. Black,
0: Great. I need to check that out. It's, it's Damn. Like trash.
1: Yeah, both no that, Black trash.
2: There's <laughs> no way. Black Widow is like whatever, but it's not trash. That's how I see it. Like, it's totally whatever. You don't need to see it, um, but at least it's, like, it makes sense. You know
0: what about Miss Marvel? I heard people really shit on that movie. Is that I crazy? hated that movie. Oh,
1: Captain Marvel? Yeah, Captain Marvel. Marvel sh- Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel, was... Marvel, I did not like that. Oh. Is that garbage? Damn.
3: Yeah. pretty bad. It's pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Did you see it, Kai? Is it garbage? <laughs> I haven't seen nah, it.
3: No, what's sad is I I forgot it dropped, bro. But- <laughs> but but i remember it was a lot of it's hype before it dropped. probably better
2: <laughs> uh i mean you can give it a shot you might like it but it's it was I'm really put it this way it when look interesting when uh Fin, was it no when endgame came out i was really concerned that she was gonna save the day after oh. captain marvel i was like oh my god please don't do this and then they they gave her a moment but they didn't let her save the day and i was like all right, they know too, you know, like, <laughs> cause, like, yeah. cause they could have very clearly let her be the hero of everything. Right. If that was the yeah. plan. And I think it might've been the plan until that movie did as bad as it did.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That was weird that the movie didn't, I mean, it's not weird, but it's interesting that the movie didn't do well. Uh, cause I, I had heard about that people really kind of panned it and, uh, I'm hesitant to check it out. Cause sometimes like I usually, if, if everybody says a movie's trash, I kind of like, I kind to don't listen. I want to see it for myself to make mm-hmm. my own opinion. Exactly, like, what I've yeah. realized lately is that a lot of times um, everybody says something is trash. Sometimes they're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like, sometimes shit is just actually trash and it's not, it's actually not worth your time. You know
1: so, what it is? Go. A lot of movies and a lot of media stuff is just a snippet of our our place in time, right? And it's, it's like one of those types of movies in a superhero type of movie it's just like yeah girl power all that stuff and it's just like we need strong female protagonists in movies and it's just like bro have you not seen fucking terminator have you not yeah. seen aliens have you like you could write strong powerful female lead characters without them flashing their vaginas in my face the whole time like you don't need to do that
0: right What what's the best film everybody like what's the best film that you've seen in the past five years that isn't spider-man no way home and that isn't
1: That isn't a superhero movie?
0: Well, it could be a superhero movie, but it can't be in-game and it can't be Spider-Man. Oh, damn, you took out my top two. (laughs) Yeah, I know. The the No Way Home is is definitely... Dude, i can't for even sure
1: think of like the movies i've seen in the past five that's
0: years. what i'm saying it's hard to think about like yeah. what is a fucking really something good thing
1: that and really it doesn't have to be it, yeah. it
0: can be any movie like that just came out, i mean that you've seen it doesn't have to be like it came out in five years but just something that you've seen that you oh. thought was like wow i felt like, like the movie. last
1: movie that really got me thinking anything in a long time was like maybe like fight club or something
2: yeah. okay
1: you saw it recently uh, no, not recently, but it's like within probably I mean, like ninety last seven. That's a
2: long time ago. For yeah. me, it's uh, Interstellar. It's probably the oh, latest word. best movie for me. Uh, I don't I mean, remember that. I think it came out after Inception. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, Inception, Interstellar. Those are like big ones for me.
1: Yeah, any Chris Nolan movie, I guess, too. yeah, like, yeah like Memento. Newer, but
2: I haven't watched Oh, this. I, I love know. Tenet. So, so nothing in the I past Tenet, for anybody, right? I think Tenet is probably up no, there. No, I love
1: Tenet, actually. Tenet, I've been, I've just watched it, like, maybe just around ten double digits. Yeah, already.
0: That probably will be the next movie I'll watch, Tenet, because yeah, I haven't seen it yet.
2: Uh, yeah, I Pacific I really like Rim Tenet. is one of my favorites, even though it's not, like,
1: thinker movies emotional. yeah it, 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 the, the visuals part, are nice though it's yeah. amazing right that's a 2013 yeah, it's
2: movie i actually just watched it in 4k because i got a 4k tv now my tv's amazing but 4k pacific <laughs> rim bro i love that shit yeah, the no new ghostbusters good. movie was decent too by the way it wasn't like you know crazy amazing but it was definitely fun mm.
1: yeah if i had to pick yeah Tenet would probably be my pick in the last five. Years.
0: Tenet is 2020 so that that's in the past five years so that one mm-hmm. that one might be the one i check out next
1: yeah, and yeah, like, like when everybody was being skeptical it. about Robert Pattinson being Batman and shit, after I saw Tenet, I was like, sign me up.
0: I'm mm-hmm. good with it. <laughs> right. Mm. I'm thinking the bat, I'm really optimistic about the Batman. I think the Batman movie is going to be like, I, actually, I don't even know. I'm not even going to say it's going to be one of the better <laughs> movies because, because literally, I have no I fucking idea. They haven't really been advertising it that well. Like in my mind, you know what I'm saying? Like they've been promoting it. I've been seeing it and all that. But like, I don't know where's Probo at? Like it kinda just the best popped up on it I've ever right?
1: seen for film. Yeah, they're not they're not flashing it around like it has like a giant set of balls and a giant schlong and they're super proud of it it doesn't feel yeah. like that you they're know not doing feels- that. so that that's
0: a warning that's like a warning sign to me because dark Knight with joker and dark Knight rises oh, with yeah Bane, that was the most mm. hype shit i ever saw in my life bro that <laughs> shit was so hype. like dark Knight when the joker was like why so serious i'll never forget how the best
1: medicine is slaughter on the side it's <laughs> the- just spray painted the s on top of laughter i was like so many things in that movie man
0: yeah, that movie still holds up hella good too. That was promo. That was like the Dark Knight series. That was like really, I felt like they were really proud of that, those films. Uh, and and watching those films in retrospect, like the Dark Knight um, with the Joker in it, it's really good. Like so if you good. haven't seen that recently, it's really good.
2: I was trying but, to watch it in 4K recently and I accidentally watched Dark Knight Rises instead.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
3: yeah, <I mean. laughs> you got you guys didn't like the Joker? That came out in the oh, last that was five good. years. That was
0: good.
2: Oh yeah. That yeah, was Joker
0: like, was good. It was yeah. pretty was crazy. Dope. Yeah, that was dope. I did like that
2: one. I yeah, there's that. there's been good movies. Uh, just you know, like I'm thinking like crazy
0: good.
1: The um, Warner Brothers uh, also makes some really shitty movies too, like <laughs> Space Jam Two. Like what the fuck was that? I didn't watch it. <laughs> I
0: didn't
1: uh, watch that either. I didn't
0: watch that either.
2: Did y'all so watch the, the newer Suicide Squad movie was alright too.
1: I didn't watch yeah, that. Yeah, it was either. okay.
2: That was that was because the first Suicide Squid, the first Suicide Squid, the first Suicide Squad
1: movie. <laughs> I know it why was, you said uh, that. Suicide Squad Games, that movie. <laughs> in the movie.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first Suicide Squad movie was terrible. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, one of Will, well, Will Smith, it. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend broke up with me because I took her to see that movie. Uh, but <laughs> then, <laughs> <hell>. Holy shit! <laughs> but then, holy
0: shit, that's terrible.
2: Uh. But then this new one, I was skeptical of it because of that old one, right? And its new one is pretty darn good.
1: James Gunn. gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's also doing Peacemaker too.
2: That show is on HBO right now. I haven't watched it yet.
1: Yeah, me neither. I still need to watch Star Wars, Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I think they're on their final episode this week, so I might start that soon.
2: Yeah, I heard it's doing, I heard it got better. That show. Start off week got
1: better. Oh, really, I didn't know anything about it, so I'm going in there blind. Nice. suit.
0: Wow. well, there's a lot to uh, unpack here. I'm definitely gonna be checking out Tenet soon. uh let's let let's let's relink on a uh, on another film that we feel like is worth uh, chatting about in the future.
1: but uh if it's gonna be Batman on how good or shitty it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like either way yeah, we're Batman. gonna be talking
3: about it. Batman's yeah, the next one.